Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Yeah, happy birthday, Gemma. Is that birthday cake? Birthday back? It's a birthday sandwich. Is it Subway? Jersey Mike. 25... 25 meter down and back. Gotcha. So, oh, and the one that I missed is like, there's a ball throw. So you have to behind you throw this ball. Um, yep. So I'm sure it's a weighted ball, right? Some sort of weighted medicine ball or a slam ball. Yeah, I forget how heavy it is. I, um, That's a bouncy ball. It's a kick ball. <laughs> a tennis ball. Beach ball. <laughs> a beach ball. Make it go far. Beach ball. Love that. So let me see. Army. So I'm waiting to see if Cam's going to join us. Uh, he said well, he I just saw his wait. message about he hasn't had dinner or something. Yeah, I wouldn't wait for him. Don't wait for him. Yeah, don't wait up. He uh, uh, actually discussing Mitchell's wrist machine. So are we? We could do I mean, a, I love, a. I'll talk about it. I love it. It was fucking awesome. It, it was so gorgeous. Much fun. Yeah. As long as you. The girls love like it. Like I already was spoiled. I was just like I haven't seen it. What do you mean by spoiled? It's not a movie that you can spoil. They win. But there's moments. If I do every but it's moment hell they movie, win. I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It's not that kind of movie. I mean, what, what moment got spoiled for you? Because I'm curious what you consider a spoiler. They're like, oh, I didn't even read the whole thing. They're like, we had to make sure that the dad could get out of the cube for this reason or something. And I'm like, okay, so the dad saves the day by being so dumb that he gets out of this cube. No, actually, Jamal, I don't no. think I don't think Nick should watch it because apparently he hates dogs and there's a dog in this cartoon. So fuck you, Nick. There's no Is fucking cats. Is Wait, it you dog hate dog pig? Hate Nick hates dogs. <laughs> I couldn't tell either. I kept going back. Dog pig bread. Dog pig bread. Honestly, Nick, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> what did you say? Can't you though? Said he hates dogs. I don't like dogs. I'm so weird. You, you and yet the post was like pro dog. dogs. The post was like pro dog, dog, but I don't like dogs around me. Like I hate. You them. didn't say that. You said I hate dogs. I do hate dogs. But there, see, that's that's Wait, better. So, are you I, qualifying I, it by saying you don't like dogs around you, or are you just saying you don't like dogs? Well, I mean, I guess if something's nowhere near me, there's no reason to hate it. That's not true. My wife watches TV, <laughs> and if a snake shows up on television, she's like, ah. Oh. Like, I, mean, I don't recoil from a dog yeah. that I see on television. Like I'm scared of it. I just, I define. I hate being around dogs. Okay. If it's not bothering me, I have no reason to. I guess yeah, that's absolutely wrong thing to say. If a Nazi's not bothering me, I still hate a Nazi. But no, if a dog's not bothering me, <laughs> I don't hate a dog. Nazis. 
But yeah, all my scouts. I don't like, I don't like being around them. I like, except for small ones. Small ones are fine. My sister's getting a pug, and I'm like, okay, thank you for getting a small dog, so I don't hate it. I think it's funny. Most people hate small dogs because they're yappy little bastards. Like, I don't like how they like. They always get too excited when I'm around dogs. Like, I seem to like attract them more than most people. I see. It's their love that you hate. Apparently, well, they're just too goddamn big and slobbery, and like, I don't need something licking my face. I go to my friend's house. Get the fuck away from me, dog. (laughs) My friend's dog bites me every time I go over. Yeah, it's your affection. That's because you don't like dogs. They can tell. Probably. I liked it until it started biting me. That was my what that was like. I'm like, oh, maybe I do like dogs when it was a puppy and I was playing with it and stuff. And then as it grew up, I'm like, no, I definitely hate dogs. Like show me on the nick doll where the dog licked you show me on the nick (laughs) doll where the dog licked you inappropriately i don't think you want to know was the dog called singer by any chance (laughs) anyway it's also like i don't date people with dogs i don't date people with dogs that's fucked up fucking dog all the time that's psychotic (laughs) they're gross I'm so very perplexed by this. I'm very vexed. Also, like, you shouldn't watch it because it follows a high school girl. It's none of that shit. I feel like out. that would be my warning. That there's a high I school like, girl in it? Look. Yeah, because I hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just don't love being around them. Zach, <laughs> they keep licking my face. <laughs> there's, there's no reason to hate them unless they're in my house. I feel it's so bad. I, think, I feel bad for Nick because... Nick's put, he's put down these like arbitrary rules for his taste in movies and would basically just like crucify him on those with his rules. <laughs> so I've been a rule for anime. It's just like every anime you've shown me is about magical girls. It's like every I've anime, shown you one show about magical girls. The what the fuck are you on? Was a magical girl one. No, what your one was your that? Name, your name had a magical girl. Well, I didn't watch it. No, it didn't. Oh, no, not Magical Girl. The other one. The other one. Weather with you. Uh, but I haven't even seen it. I haven't even seen that one. But you did recommend it, and it's totally a Magical Girl. So listen, I'm not defending Nick, but you're going to force me to defend Nick. You did say No, no, no. I just I haven't seen it. You were like, let's watch that for the podcast. Let's watch for the podcast. Joseph Cameron Medina. I'll watch it for the podcast. Oh, no, no. That's what you said. No, no. I'm quoting you. That was you on... 8 March 2021. Let's watch it for the podcast. Yeah, I, I didn't it. know what it was at the time. I, I didn't Jersey. change. That was actually that was Jersey. Fault. <laughs> I love you trying to throw it back on me. Hey, do you, I mean, it we was. could watch. It. No, no, no. <laughs> Jammer's like, I mean, we could watch Weathering with you or we could. And I was like, I mean, I guess fine. There was, there was a lot you of specifically said, I would rather. You specifically said, I would rather watch something that you know is good. You did the sexy voice. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> For this conversation, actually, I, I was found, in text. I found, I, found a, I found a show that I want you to watch, Nick. I'm well, gonna, it's my goal in life to find you a... Oh, have you not oh, watched One Punch Man yet? No, and I'm not going to. I'm not Why watching not? any more anime. No, 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 no. We're going to do this. We're going to watch it no. together. We'll watch it together. I'll invite you over. We'll crack open a beer and we'll watch One Punch Man. Mm, I don't want to. I'll hang out with you. Watch other stuff. I'm done with anime. Like why? Now. That's I don't bullshit. Want to. That is bullshit. I've seen one. The only ones I've liked are like uh, I didn't even finish it. Pacific Rim. That's not an anime. Yes, it is. Well, I definitely don't like animes. The new one is basically <laughs> an anime. I don't like Castlevania. I didn't like Attack on Titan. 
Jesus Christ. I don't like I don't like those either. So it's basically every like anime I've seen I haven't liked. So it was boring. Wow. Castlevania was boring. Attack on wow. Titan just made me depressed. So I was like, I'm not gonna watch any more of this. It was Attack fine. on Titan is depressing. Yeah, I was just like, I don't want to watch this anymore. This is not for me. It's fine, but it's not for me. There aren't enough wins. Like yeah. So the stuff yeah. that we usually watch is is it's like, you know, slice of life, happy time, blah blah blah. They're just Ted no lasso wins bullshit. That. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, cartoon specifically. <laughs> But this is just like something, something, something. I'm gonna bite your head off. Like it's the same the reason why I don't want to watch The Walking Dead. It's like literally you just survive until you die. And I don't like that. I don't That's like, yeah, just survive until life. you die. Yeah, that is life. <laughs> I'm gonna find one for you, Nick. I'm gonna find one. Okay. On a long enough timeline, it's Nick, all we're gonna the do Walking this. Dead. I'll bribe you with I'll bribe you with beer. Oh see the uh, light beer, twitch. Beer and, oh, see the beer, light thing? Beer, he did the Zemo person. thing. He's like, I'll bribe you with a beer. Beer and yeah. in-person sexy times. Turkish delight, irresistible. In-person <laughs> sexy times? Yeah. Jamza, get... you're recording this, aren't you? You just heard Jamza yeah, say, I'm going to bribe you with beer and in-person listen, sexy times. Listen, everybody's vaccinated. It's about to be hot boy summer. That's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down. It's going down. Down, down, it's going down. down. Pick me you up, guys, I'm uh, falling. Mm-hmm. What did you get for your birthday, Jamma? Oh, I got I got books from my wife. I got the second book in the Starsight series. I got Aurora Rising, which she recommended to me. And it's actually really good so far. And then I got The Name of the Wind, the hardcover 10th anniversary edition. I've been meaning to get into that series for a while. So now I, I, I have that series. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's it's the first in the King Killer Chronicles. Um but there's only been two so far. And the author mm-hmm. has spent the past 10 years writing the third Jeez. one. Oh, is he like George R. R. Martin or he or she? He's worse. He's worse. Um, in <laughs> that, like, possible? he just, yes, I think so. Because this is his third <laughs> book. George R. R. Martin has had several books. Hmm. And this is the third in the series, whereas George R. R. Martin is like six in the series. Like I can understand why George R. R. Martin is stick, stuck at six in the series because he has all these things to juggle. Whereas yeah. King Killer yeah. Chronicles, like he have two books. Come on, dude. But then yeah. again, he, <laughs> he's he's a perfectionist. That's what, his writing style is very apparently really good, very fluid and stuff, and very uh, flowery, but not in an invasive way. Hmm. Um, like he's his prose is just, and he's very much like a rewriter. He rewrites them a billion times which is why the first one got published. He spent like a decade writing that one and then got published. And then was like, oh shit, I have to write the other ones now. So <laughs> he just wasn't prepared. So I, I don't fault him at all. And also he's very vocal about his, uh, uh, Perfectionism. his mental health, mental oh. health. Uh, he has like severe anxiety and depression, I believe. So he's constantly dealing with those. So uh, no pressure on him. Keep doing your good work. I haven't read your book, but I'm sure it's going to be great, Mr. Raffles. It was funny. I started laughing when you said your wife gave you some books because in my head I envisioned her giving you a box of your own books that you had written. Like, <laughs> happy birthday, honey. Like, oh. I'll be like, wait a second. And I look at my shelf. Where are my books? Oh, here they are. My books are right here. <laughs> but now they're wrapped up. Now they're wrapped up. So thank you. With a little bow. I think it's funny. My, my, Kirsten is like notoriously bad at, at rapping. And so rap, not, not rapping, like rapping gifts specifically, not, <laughs> yeah, not, not, like, not dropping not like a beat Smith. or anything, yeah, okay. but like, uh, it's tricky to rock around. She literally just took to a, a, time. It's an Amazon box and then wrote happy birthday on it in red Sharpie. 
and they gave it to me. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that's genius. That's good. Guess we do so. Uh, oh, sorry. Should wake you up with a steak sandwich or anything? Something like no, that. No. No. Steak sandwich. Is that a euphemism? Probably. Uh, no, for, no, for neither. I, I got, I got neither. I got neither a literal steak sandwich or, or a metaphorical steak sandwich. Whatever that may be. Whatever that means. Well, the day is not over, Jammer. It's not over yet. Maybe that is true. Maybe there's a steak sandwich in your future. <laughs> that doesn't sound like something I'd want. I'm not gonna lie. It sounds. I'm looking this up. <laughs> it's literally a steak sandwich. I'd be so happy. Oh, please. You're right on a red sharpie on it. Yes. <laughs> what is it? Come on, come on. Let it be. Just, it doesn't exist. Damn it. Oh. Now it's our thing. Now's your chance. Now's your chance to make it up. Now, now, Nick has just said it's your and his thing. So when you meet him for that beer and steak sandwich, that's what you and Nick are going to enjoy together. Oh. A steak sandwich. Well, my I thing, like it. I, I like it's a breaking geekism. Breaking <laughs> geekism. I like it. There, there are a number, number of breaking geekisms. That's going to be great. Steak sandwich is for something we all don't know, but we know is not. <laughs> don't want it. Don't want it. Uh-uh. Don't want that steak sandwich. Stick her with me on the back of the car saying that. I feel like as we come across <laughs> different filmmakers, we should be like, that person seems like they'd want a steak sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> not, again, not defining what it means, just saying. Not that. defining what it means. Like, I don't know. I feel like Chris Nolan would want a steak sandwich. Next Martin time Scorsese. you interview someone, you have to finish with them. Would you like a steak sandwich? That's just being you be like, are you offering me one? Like, I, I don't know what to make of that. Wait, did you guys ever watch wrestling um, with The Rock? Yeah, back yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, do you remember when they used to have pie and strudel? That was like his I thing don't. for a while. So he would ask people, he would be like, do you like strudel? And he would do like the thing and people would be like, I, I don't know, I, I guess. And so he would do the eyebrow and people were like, ah. You know, people in the crowd were like, ha ha ha, it's so funny because he means penis. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, then, yeah. I, I don't remember that. That, that. that reference fell on deaf ears. Uh, anyway. That's how you know it's time to do the show when I've got nothing left. I've I'm just thinking about we should make we should have like a sub show of literally just finding a series that Nick likes, an anime series or an anime. Maybe movie. the meta show. Anime. Come on, Nick. We got this. An anime that Nick would like. Have you watched Cowboy think... Bebop? No. Ugh. He said, of course no, he's no, like, no. no. Wait, so here's the thing. Jammer, I think that so I think you know that you are in the minority. Because most people that watch that like it and so i feel like yeah. that would be a good intro because it's a crime noir type thing um the only thing that i don't want is to suggest um cowboy bebop and then him come back and tell me all the ways that it's like mission impossible <laughs> yeah. i loved it because spike spiegel is basically ethan spike hunt. spiegel does his own stunts yeah he, he's ethan hunt and uh jet is ving rames yeah, I just I don't want to hear it. Oh my God, you're doing it. Who's Ed? <laughs> oh, Ed is, is Rebecca uh, Ferguson. No, no, no. Ed is uh, what's his face? Uh, Scotty. Oh, Simon uh, Pegg. Simon. Thank Pegg. you. Yeah. All right. Scotty. All right. Yeah. And then we got. 
<laughs> I, who's I? I can be Jeremy Renner. Okay, weird, but I like it. Yeah. And then we have we have a uh, Faye. Faye Valentine. I guess she's Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, that's the closest analogy you could find. No, it's uh, Dandy Newton. Fuck, I don't even remember who. Which, I don't even. So she did. was she was a thief I'm from the third, second yeah. one. You don't remember? The only ones he slept with was his wife. But again, we've talked about this before. But it's not really a bond sleeping with her. It was more like he was actually into her. Yeah, he was. Anyway, are you looking it up? Are you looking it up now? Is that what that face is? I was looking up, but I'm trying to remember. Is there anybody else? Is there anybody else? P-H-A-N-D. That's it. Remember? Mission. Unless you recall that she actually took oh, her name back and there's a W. Is she from, she's only from the third one? Second, second one. one. And second, she's oh, that's why. I, that's why I don't remember. I knew who she was, the, the actress is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, not because I hate it. It's because I haven't watched it since it came out. Man, 21 years ago. Fuck. Oh, oh. Oh, it hurts just saying it. How old are you now, okay. Gemma? 21 years ago. Were you born then? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> could, could you legally see Mission Impossible 2? It's PG-13. PG-13. I mean, legally, yeah, with an apparent. Yeah, I, like a freaking toddler can go in there with a parent. Um, <laughs> I think 33. Turns, yeah, my age today. Welcome 33. to 33. Young whipper snapper. Yep. Get nothing. Mm-hmm. Just want you to know you get nothing. I don't care. You don't even get a steak sandwich. We we should start the show. On that note, let's start the show. (laughs) I'm editing it. This is all in the show. But (laughs) oh no, oh no, it's all it's all in. It's all in. Like the steak sandwich. Every time there's a pause, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Josie to introduce the show. (laughs) Oh no, I don't want to know about it. Steak sandwich goes all in. (laughs) Justice League style. (laughs) <laughs> the, the Joss Whedon cut, all in. Also, it's funny because you were saying when you said Justice League, I imagined Superman screaming in the Zack Snyder cut, and I was like, "Is that, is that what the steak sandwich <laughs> is?" That is? What the steak sandwich is? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't I think, think so. It's not that. No, I think I think that's the release. We'll keep you guessing. Sandwich. We'll keep you guessing. In case you're wondering, you've been listening to the smooth sounds of Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast of LRM Online. I'm your host, Brandon Jones. I hope you've been enjoying our discussions of whatever the hell it is we've been talking about. We've got some Danny's, Joseph's, and Nick's up in the house. Jens, what's going on? Not much. <laughs> I think it's my goal. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday to me. Anyway, it's, it's, my, it's my goal. It's my goal to bring up anime at least five times an episode and bring specifically direct it towards Nick because he gets this annoyed look on his face every single time it happens. He's looking out the I window. Live, I live for this look. <laughs> it's your birthday, Jamma. You can do whatever you like. I live for that steak Tucker, sandwich look. I get Tucker Carlson look whenever we talk about anime. It's his birthday, Nick. You, you can, you know what's funny, Jammer, when you made that face just now, I that's the same face you were making when you were looking up Faye Valentine and Dandy Newton. You were like, <laughs> Like looking into the screen, I was like, "That's it. That's the face. That's search the face. face." Oh, I left my That's my search space. In search of. That's literally just my concentration face. If I'm concentrating or listening, it's just. <laughs> yeah. So, 
On this week's episode, in addition to making fun of Tucker Carlson, we'll be talking about without remorse. So I guess without remorse, we are making fun of Tucker Carlson. Is that how that works? Is that how that goes yeah. together? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> we will find out. But first up, we've got a bunch of news. Uh, and I'll just burn through the headlines because, uh, you know, you know, stuff. I think all of us have seen it and all of us enjoyed it, Invincible. So that's a good thing. Amazon's Invincible is being renewed for seasons two and three, no, which is good. So that means we have at least 16 episodes in our future. I'm curious whether or not they will expand the episode count uh, for that series. So we'll see. It's coming back at you. Get some more oh, Stephen Yoon's and J.K. Simmons's. Per, hmm? sim- mean per, per season? Yeah, so it was only eight. Now, I was guessing. I have no idea. They haven't said. They just said that oh, there's I was saying, coming. That's what Amazon does these days. What give you eight and then expand? Yeah, they're season more of an eight. They, everyone's moving it shorter and shorter, but like the boys is eight, so I always assumed Invincible was just meant to be eight for that reason. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. That makes Amazon's sense. Model. That's British it up. Thing. I love it. Not just Amazon. Netflix does it for specific series yeah. as well. I feel like everyone's been getting shorter and shorter. HBO Good. shows used to be thirteen. Now they're like eight or ten. I'll take it. Yeah, they be, they become more and more yeah, like longer time. movies than actual series. Thirteen was good, but I feel like even back when thirteen was like, like when um. Netflix was doing those Marvel shows. Everyone's like, 13's okay, but maybe we could do 10 or 8. Because, yeah, even other you know, network shows, it's uh, like <clears throat> Sunny went from like 13. Now, now even they're a 10 episode show. So mm-hmm. I guess South Park was ahead of its time. <laughs> I think they've been a 10 episode a year show for a while. Really? Have they? I didn't know that. They do like half a season, it's yeah. five episodes. But then, but their seasons run a season of South Park is spring and then fall, not fall and then spring because it's just okay. it doesn't matter it's like they'll do because like it doesn't matter it doesn't mean anything anymore five in the fall yeah what is time but a construct i mean it's the thing that makes you get wrinkly i wouldn't yeah. know you wouldn't know you wouldn't know yeah because you're be, silver be, fox over there daniel be 70 forever <laughs> <laughs> you can get away with that it's your birthday <laughs> gonna party like it no we're gonna podcast like it's birthday just as the renewal gods giveth the cancellation gods take us taketh away so the irregulars the netflix show uh that is set in victorian london about a squad of teens young adults that work for dr watson has been canceled so if you were super into that too bad it's gone um i will say i'm sick of london-based fantasy shows why because i've seen too many of them um, why don't you pick and choose why do you keep watching them you're the reason they keep making more it's hmm, a good point i can't argue with you there but i'm gonna stop making the thing that i keep watching well it's because I'm, i want more fantasy and i'm just not getting the fan- like which is why i'm watching shadow and bone which is pretty good so far i haven't finished it but it's pretty good so isn't far. that a london-ish oh! base like no nope. i know it's like well, I take that. I know it's like Eastern European sort of Russian, like Cossack type, but their voices are very much. Oh not. yeah. That's the annoying thing. Their voices. That's it's, that's just a byproduct of Hollywood thinking that all foreign equals like all white foreign is British. If or it's foreign even, yeah. and it's white, it's British. I was going to say alien too. I was like, what alien? Oh, you're alien. Sure. Uh, it's British. So that's that's a byproduct of that. I agree. They should all have like Eastern European accents. They all should sound like Wanda, but they don't. Hmm. I prefer 
when you don't put on an accent at all and just that too like deal with it like it's not great that's why movie, i appreciated like, uh, uh, a series of unfortunate events the, uh, the series of fortunate events show on netflix they had american accents i was like that makes sense this is an american property bring on that american accent well, Chernobyl, they all had British accents just because they cast British actors and they're like, no one just throw on a cheesy Russian accent. Like, don't do that. But now we're back in Jammer's land of like, God damn it, why is everybody British? No offense to Danny. That's why they were British actors in that case. And they're like, don't do like your cheesy impression of a Russian person. Just talk. Yeah, that, might, yeah, that doesn't make sense. If they were all Russian, they, can... they would just speak to Rus- in Russian. To yeah, each exactly. That was, that was the so... reason they used for Valkyrie where they didn't use accents because they were like, well, when you hear them like doing German accents in a, like Indiana Jones, they also shouldn't be speaking English with German accents. So what's the point? <laughs> right, exactly. Accent? That's an interesting <laughs> justification, but I'm fairly certain the reason is that Tom Cruise can't do a German accent. Oh, uh, maybe. They do the... Well, because he's too short. It's like and Kevin then, Costner. You to have the baritone. Kevin Costner and Robin Hood. Yeah. Or uh, like oh, yeah. Red, Red October, they do a cool way of not doing accents. Like they're all oh, they do. I like this. Camera goes around. They just suddenly switch. Sean Connery speaking. Yeah. Sean Connery. They did that in some recently too, and I can't remember what. Well, actually, they Valkyrie did. Is writing in German, and then it suddenly it's just Tom Cruise talking by the end of what he's writing. Yeah, what do they do that in recently? I think like last year, within the past year, they did the thing um, where they kind of zoom in on the mouth and it switched. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah they, they zoom in and replicated they zoom that. Out. Um, but I think it's the way to do it. I think it's the way to do it. But yeah, maybe uh, I'll look it up. I'll do my Tucker Carlson face and give it a shot. While you're doing that, I'll move on to the next story. So Mads Mikkelsen, who we talked about, has been cast in Indiana Jones. And we don't think that he's a villain yet, right? We don't know. Uh, I, praised, hmm? Maybe because the accent. It's the only reason I don't think so. But he's a bad guy. He doesn't have an American accent. Indiana Jones is usually the bad the guy. Bad guy. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a fair point. So uh, no, Sala doesn't have an American, and neither does Brody. Neither did his dad. I feel like this theory is that's falling true. apart as I name it. It is quickly falling apart. Anyone with like a non English accent, you can go Russian, you can go German, and now okay. he has a very specific accent. All right, I'm on board with that. I, I feel like Russian and German, you, you might have a thing there. You might be right. Everybody else is safe, everybody else is fine. Okay. I'm here to Real report thing. that I don't know what fucking movie or show it is. So sorry. Damn it. Damn it. Damn I don't even know how to start searching for that. Red October is the one that shows up. There, yeah, there's another. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mads Mikkelsen praised the script. So when we see that movie in 2033, uh, we will be able to praise it along with him maybe. But I guess like, what else would he say, right? Like, man, I signed on this movie and the script was complete shit. But yeah, Money's it's one of those things. It's like it's it's one of those things that basically is confirmation. Hey, there's a script. It exists. It was read. That's probably what they're going off of. Yeah, that's what one of the points he made was they are, they allowed me to read the script, like, and like that's how he made his decision. Where most people will like, you think it, he probably didn't see a script for Star Wars. They're probably, probably under not. Apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I was thinking like. Has any actor hit more giant franchises than him at this point? 007, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Marvel, Harry Potter. Yeah, so Sam Jackson Um, and probably uh, what's his name? I think think Uh, you could. Oh, yeah, Zoe Saldana. Thank you. You can can make an argument that he's nobody's hit any more modern franchises. Yeah, modern. Because, like I said, Harry Potter is even on that list. We just haven't seen it yet. Uh, Wizarding World. All he needs a DC movie 
and a Star Trek movie. And it's like, yes, so Zoe Saldana has been in (laughs) Avatar, Marvel, Star Trek, Pirates of the Caribbean. So she's already in the high, like, I don't know how you count Marvel. Do you count Marvel as its own franchise or thing? Yeah. Okay. Are you counting Avatar as a franchise? Avatar. Yeah, because there yeah. are two and three. Hey, listen, I didn't say it was a good one. Right? <laughs> Don't give me a fucking look. I, I'm just telling it you. Counts. Listen, it I counts. report, you decide. Um, I decided and... it counts. It's my birthday. I'm the decider. That's right. The birthday decider. Um, yeah. yeah, Avatar's highest grossing movie ever. So, sh- yeah, probably between her and Sam Jackson's, too. It's Who's pronounced Avatar. Avatar. You decided. Abatter. You decided. favorite film so now that we've settled that moving on so (laughs) recently Zack Snyder was having a conversation about Justice League because that's all he does right now and one of the things that came up was his fear of Warner Brothers he did not want to uh, fight the hand that was sort of feeding him I guess I don't know whatever it was they were doing yeah he was afraid to stand with the releasers of the Snyder Cut beggars yellers shouters typers whatever so he said in an interview with sunday times that i was more worried the studio would sue me do something to silence me so he was concerned about that and the fact that uh folks like ben affleck and ray fisher and gal gadot uh were some of the things that uh heartened him and eventually we got the snyder cut so there's that i mean i can tell you this if it was ray fisher they probably would have sued him (laughs) <laughs> that's probably what would have happened i feel like you know every time i think about ray fisher and all the evidence that comes out i i feel like they wouldn't have i think no, i'm saying if ray afraid. fisher ray fisher was the one doing what Zack snyder did they would have sued him oh i don't know i don't know we'll see we'll see I, they still get a chance right they can still sue him libel yeah, libel's the thing and they haven't done it wonder why not Anyway, in more DC-related news, uh, so we have previously talked about the fact that Warner Brothers was looking for a Black Superman, but um, they are also looking for a Black director to head the film that will be written by Ta-Nehisi Coates and produced by J.J. Abrams. So it'll be an interesting search. Um, I saw something today, and I'm not entirely sure whether or not it's true, that the Superman that they're looking for will be a Cal-El. Superman, and it will be set in the 20th century, and it will, um, there was one more thing to it, and I don't remember what the one more thing was. Oh, that it will not take place in the current DC EU timeline, which, given all of those things, yeah, of course fucking not, so. It's interesting that's going to be, I guess they're trying to do the, I know they've been playing it for a while, but it feels like doing Black Captain America like they are right now, where it's like, Let's see how people think about him as an alien and black if we're going to 20th century, especially. But yeah. My, my main thought was for a lot of people who hate this, uh, I'm sorry. Um, this is another one of my breaking geek columns that has manifested into real life. I wrote about casting Michael B. Jordan as Superman and that's specifically a Cal L Superman, not a like I actually figured earlier when we were reading the news that it would be Earth 2 or whatever. The Earth where there is a black Superman. The different yeah, they're actually a couple because a lot of people are upset with the news because they're I'm one of even them. like black people because they're like well, well this is all just a cover-up because like they're announcing this on cavill's birthday 
because they hate Henry Cavill and they're just doing it because of Ray Fisher controversy or whatever Ray Fisher has even been saying himself. I don't think it's a cover up. Like I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do feel like it's just bullshit. It's just corporate bullshit. Like yeah. you want to, and and when I say corporate bullshit, I shouldn't be as harsh because they want to make money off of their franchise player. And for them, their franchise players are Batman and Superman. Well, and so that like- is, and so that's Cal L like E L as opposed to Cal L from earth Two. But for me as a fan, I would rather see Cal L from earth Two or even icon, like some other different character um, if you're going to put all of this money into something like don't give me reheated uh, Superman, give me a different story that I haven't seen on the screen before. Yeah. yeah. This just feels like bullshit. Yeah, I would have. I If I was Warner Brothers, I would have just waited until we did do a few Henry Cavill movies and then be like, OK, next time we do him, we'll shake it up. Who would you hire to direct? Well, what? I was going to change the subject, but go ahead. Sorry. Uh, the only other thing I was going to say is like, why would they, right? So they released the Joker out of continuity and made a billion dollars. So they have been rewarded for doing the thing that is the opposite of what you're saying. Oh. But, okay. But this isn't the Joker. I don't know. I don't think Superman. Superman yes. definitely does not have the same appeal as the Joker as far as popularity of character. Talk about popularity of character. I think Joker is more popular than Batman at this point. Everyone's like, oh boy. Oh, let Cam in the room if you would. Okay. Jonesy. Okay. <laughs> Who would you guys hire yeah. for the director? Regina of... King. Oh, that's good. I like that. What about you, Nick? Um, yeah. Uh, I would I would send let Cam into the room. <laughs> He's waiting to get in. How is he? Yeah, I was wondering why you said okay, and I was just like, okay. um, okay. Well, that's what I said earlier. I said, okay. to the <laughs> um, I think, I think Jones was just hiding his wallet first. I know who I get as director, it would be uh, Ava, whatever. I never, Barney? yeah, let's just no. oh. off the other DC project. Wrinkle in time makes me feel no, yeah, and I, I, I get and I get that wrinkle in time is weird. But I have more confidence in Regina King having seen her do um, something like Once Upon a Time in Miami, because what that gets you is the drama. And I think you can put people around you. What did I say? Once Upon a Time in Miami. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's a Tarantino take. Yeah. One Night in Miami. Um, Because what I think it gets you is the drama. but And you can bring people around you to help with the action. So I feel like that's the full of Marvel. Yeah. Yep. That's it. I, I, I'm going for a lazy director. There, there are a couple directors. The lazy one, I think, would be Stephen Capel Jr. Mm. But I think he could do real good because I really liked Creed 2. What's he done? Very... Creed, Creed 2. 2. Oh, okay. okay. I remember I was impressed with his ability to um, direct action, but also just sort of like the slower moments. I think he did really well within that movie. You know, it's um, funny. I actually feel the opposite about him that I do about Regina hmm. King. Cause I don't think that he was bad with the slower moments, but I did not think that they were the strength of that movie. Um, I like the slower moments. Interesting. Yeah. Interessante. Just I'd have to rewatch James it. Gunn. Take, mm-hmm. we t- uh, just do a James Gunn and uh, drag over Ryan Coogler to work with uh, his buddy, Michael B. Jordan. 
and then then he can go back to Marvel whenever he wants and bounce back and forth. I would prefer addition rather than subtraction or like trying to divide a black director among different stuff. Um, I feel like when you do something, I feel like if you say like, give a part to somebody that is already doing a bunch of Marvel movies, then you're not really adding to the pool of people who are making big tentpole movies. And I I was just thinking of qualifications with everyone we were talking just because like, he can obviously do the genre. (laughs) Like, wow. Sure. So yeah, what about you, Jammer or Danny? Same question, director. Okay, I'm gonna now. This is my le- less lazy one, but also, I'm not sure how good of a fit it could be, but I'm interested, and that is Christopher Cowan. From- <laughs> I want to see what he does. Give him, <gasps> give him, give him twenty million dollars, <laughs> and see what happens. Uh, you know what? Sure, why not? Because he's passionate and he's a big, huge nerd. So for yeah, those of you that's who literally what it never is. heard the episode, uh, Christopher Callum was a guest we had previous on the show who uh, is big into anime, has done um, tons of stuff on other action movies, and he directed his own parody of uh, My Hero Academia. So yeah, I think you're right. That could be interesting. Cam's trying to get in again. Danny, any thoughts? Well, I was I was going to go with um, just based on what you guys were talking about. I would my initial reaction, my first thought was of Ryan Coogler, but then after what you said, Jonesy, I think yeah, it makes sense. I think we should bring in um, somebody else to the mix rather than just mm. being safe bet with someone that has already done superhero action thing. I think that makes sense from both both points of view. Yeah. So I wouldn't know. I, I think you guys have put out some good ideas. My initial reaction was Ryan Coogler, but after listening to you, I think that might not be such a good idea. I was basing it purely on he's got the chops and he's got the experience, but maybe we should add a bit more to it. Or yeah. Just that. Be less safe. Yeah. Yeah. And you're talking about the Earth 2 one, right? The one that would have a completely different backstory to Superman, not, not, just, yeah. another, not just another crashes on Earth yep. story. But okay, cool. Um, well, yeah, and the reason why I threw up, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was done, buddy. Um, the reason why I threw out Icon, I think uh, he's another character who stands, I don't know if you would say equal to Superman, but certainly on a similar power level. Um, and he has a similar-ish enough backstory, but lived through a very different time period. Like he landed on Earth um, during slavery and he does not look like a human he adopted the appearance of someone and then that's why he looks like a black man and so he has the experience of living through um um through the revolution and i'm sorry revolution, civil, civil war. war and he has this, like one of the interesting quirks about him is that he is a lifelong republican like he's hundreds of years old but it's a republican because lincoln was a republican so it's like one of those kind of funny things you can do like that story of someone coming to earth having lived through that and having just that perspective um was this a was this a recurring character jones you were a one-off series this one because i've not heard of no he was a he was a recurring character um and actually if you watch yeah i-c-o-n if you i think one of the reasons you might not is because he he and a bunch of other superheroes were purchased, I think, 
by Warner Brothers. So they didn't, I'm not Warner Brothers, God, by DC. They did not start out as DC characters. Um, right, understood. And so um, if you look at Teen Titan, not Teen Titan, um, what was the Teen Titans cartoon, the more adult one? Um, there was a cartoon. Oh, Young Justice? Cartoon. Young Justice, thank you. Um, he's featured in that a little bit. And so you get an opportunity to see him and his, um, his character. Yeah, I've got you. I've just, I've just looked it up now and just thought, um, let's see if I can get hold of some of that then. Some of this was originally published in 1993, it says. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've not heard of it. Cool. Yeah. Part uh, of the Dakotaverse. Yeah. Um, and I can think yeah. of a couple other characters uh, from that that just didn't cross over, which is kind of interesting. So, I think the only ones that I can definitely remember that crossed over um, and were utilized by DC prominently were Rocket and him. But there are a couple others that I don't remember, like doing anything of prominence. Gotcha. Yeah, yep. it was Milestone Comics. Just you had it was interesting that it was something that DC bought. So it was Milestone Comics originally, and then like you say, DC was the was the publisher and then the distributor. Yeah. But yeah, Milestone. Cool. Okay, so maybe yeah. Yeah, look it up. Look it up yeah. if you get a chance. And like I said, it is a different take on that. Um, Cam, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm in the room. Sorry, I was having some technical issues there. Ultimately, my laptop needs to be thrown in the bin. That was the issue, so I've had to move on to my iPhone. <laughs> I've got one of those, so I'm right there with you. Not mad. Um, next story we were going to be talking about was the fact that, so as we were wrapping up our WandaVision conversations a couple of times, the fact that Doctor Strange was going to show up in the show uh, came up. And it turned out that that was going to be the case. However, uh, they rewrote it to exclude him. Uh, and Kevin Feige talked about the fact that some people might say, oh, it would have been cool to see Doctor Strange in WandaVision, but it would have taken away from Wanda, which is what we didn't want to do. So uh, that's Kevin Feige, the big Marvel boss, talking about and why Stephen Strange did not appear. Hmm? Yeah, they even use the line where it's like, we didn't want to have the, you know, like the white male show up at the end and then explain everything, which of course set off a firestorm in the, I mean, I wrote a lot of these articles we're talking about, but set off a firestorm in the fucking comment section where everyone yeah. comes out and attacks. Oh, like, oh yeah. Kevin yeah, Feige's so woke and stuff. I, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I would call it woke, but I do think it's interesting because I think the conversation that we had about it was very back to the future-ish, right? Where Doctor Strange shows up. It's like, Wanda, Wanda, we got to save your kids. <laughs> They're assholes. They we got to save your kids. kids. Yeah, like, I, I, I think there's a way to do that and, and play it for laughs. And it's not like white man splaining. So I think that it, the fact that he did go there is very interesting. Um, it did seem, I, I it did really seem a bit, it seemed unwarranted. It makes me wonder the context of the well, question. What un- was asked that caused him to say that? To show up or unwanted for him to say that? The comment. For him to say that. For him to say that. The comment yeah, seemed a bit out of left field. Um, I which, I mean, I, I guess I could see it in some way because maybe the way he was saying it was just that this is like the the second Marvel property to focus on a woman. And he probably didn't want to take it away. Basically, have him magic explain her, I guess. 
at the very end I think of it. The, the idea was they, they, they spent all that time in the show establishing, though, that even what Agatha says there, that she's got all this power, but she just doesn't know how to use it, you know? She didn't know she was a, a witch or, or anything like that, you know? So she she thought her, her power level was something completely different. And then we all knew already that Doctor Strange was going to be helping her in some way in Multiverse of Madness, so it just kind of made sense that they would see into that to me. I don't know that I think that that's true. So one, I don't know that. So I think it's almost like it. I think what they set up in WandaVision could be a very Batman v Superman type situation in a good way. Yeah. In the sense that Agatha very specifically said like, oh my God, your power level, you're more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. And so they've kind of set up this situation Mm. where she wants her kids she's going to go save her kids and it might be a situation where dr strange is like hey the thing that you want is going to cause this and so now they're at odds with each other um and then at some point they'll figure out a way to come together so i i I think i don't know it it just seems weird and again it makes me want to know the context of why he said that felt the need to explain in that way Hmm. for me i think the main thing i i didn't like about that was that it, I don't like the idea that they had a plan to explain what these things were and then they took away that reasoning. Because now in retrospect, like, oh yeah, it would have been cool if like those those commercials were explained and weren't just Easter eggs. Because as of right now, they are just Easter eggs. Well, then you can't explain them away. You can headcan them away by the fact that it was Wanda's creation and that it's Wanda's subconscious that's creating the mm-hmm. commercials that she watches in between. So, I mean, I never, it's not as if I, I got to the end of WandaVision and thought, God damn it, they never explained those commercials properly. I kind of felt like I understood it. So I, even though I knew that Doctor Strange was supposed to show up and I was expecting him to show up, um, I never connected it with the commercials. Yeah. Have to say. Now that I so, know that there's an answer, I'm like yeah, disappointed. Well, I, know what you mean. Well, I yeah. think it already was the answer. I don't know. Because, you know, you don't want to ex- necessarily take the last episode to explain like every little thing. Yeah, and I suppose the answer is whatever makes sense now that it's out because the former, the former solution for it, you know, that happens in movies and TV shows all the time. You know, it's written one way, and then they go, "Ah, we don't like this. We're going to change it. Does it still work? Yeah, it still works. Let's push ahead with it." You know, so things like that do happen sometimes. But I, I always just thought from what I'd heard and stuff like that. And it was a COVID issue, basically. Um, And just because of the delays and everything like that, the scheduling just didn't match up for Cumberbatch to to film the scenes that he was supposed to film. Because, again, from what I'd heard from the rumours beforehand, it was just supposed to be something small at the end. Right. They could have ducked. I mean, they could have Zack Snyder it and like shot it in Benedict Cumberbatch's backyard, backyard and just pretended. <laughs> did you, that I think, was did you not together. see that in your article or something like that? I think. Yeah, I did say that in my article. <laughs> 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 Zack Snyder. Like, I like how you're repurposing. Shot in his backyard, pretended all they were all on the same set, like Zack Snyder. Hey, listen, does. don't don't test your jokes out in your articles and bring them on the goddamn show. <laughs> we all know I repeat New my material. jokes as often as New I can. Material, right? Jesus Christ. Um, I do the same thing. Yeah. I was, I, I hope he would like come in and say like, oh, Wanda, you know, the reason you're so powerful is because your midichlorian count is so high. And if people turned out they didn't like that, then they'd fix it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> they did say they were rewriting Pat and Doctor Oswald Strange would have been right beginning. all along. <laughs> <laughs> Palpatine. 
<laughs> now I want that for Star Wars. It was Palpatine all alone. I don't. I don't want the Star Wars. That's movies. basically in the end what all of those movies are, thanks to the retcon. Now, yeah, nine. yeah. Hey, Jonesy, uh, did you want, did you want to introduce, introduce to the to the listener the the new voice that's just appeared on their in their earpods? I said, hey Cam. I said, Cam. Hey, yeah, but who's that? Hi, listeners. Yeah, Cam has been on the that's show it. before. I have been on the show before, but of course, we're assuming that you know your loyal listeners make sure they tune into absolutely every episode, and of course, caught that one. Um, The last time I was on, I think, was talking about Stranger Things season three. I believe was like two years, or at least a year. Yeah, listen, the show's been been out for two years. We're in, we're in like season three now. I can't go back and recap and explain for all these people. You get on the fucking train, you just like. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we do things here. So fine, since we're on a pause. Here's Cam Clark from the from the website. He's he's here to Cam talk Clark about it. from the website. Yeah. <laughs> we brought yeah, him I'll here because he's a Clark. He's going to be talking about John Clark. He's going to be talking about uh, without remorse. That's the only reason he's here. His qualification is the fact that he works for the website and his last name is Clark. That's it. It's done. That's <laughs> and I used figure. to be I used to be a spy back in the day as well, but you know, can't talk about that. Yeah, we haven't. That's me, not declassified. Me, 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 me and Jonesy had a few run-ins in um, certain countries for time to time as, as US and UK forces interacted, you know. Um, so, but we can't talk about it. That's a bummer. I bet there's a good story there. Um, I do have a question for you, Cam, because I haven't looked at news yet today. Did they release anything for Stranger Things yet? Like the, yeah, there was a the teaser. Industry? There's a whole teaser? Cool. Check it out. Oh, an actual teaser video, not like the, the, the puzzle? Well, yesterday's puzzle at the bottom of the video said tr- some, you're getting something tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, oh. I thought it. I haven't I watched it, it yet. I, I saw there look. was something, but I haven't watched it yet because I kind of not any of this overhyping for something, you know, hype a teaser for a teaser for a teaser for a teaser before the trailer. I think it's getting a bit too much these days. That's a smart but, man uh, there. I, you know. You know Time is money. I, I, I mean, it depends on the franchise, I suppose. But you know, I suppose when it comes to Stranger TV. Things, it's it's kind of the thing with Stranger Things. I don't want to know too much going in. You know, I want to try and avoid that side of things for once and just enjoy whatever craziness they give us. Good luck doing that with your position for the website. I know, yeah. but I'll just leave. I'll just leave <laughs> Stranger, Stranger Things stories to you. Sadness on Cam's face. I know. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I usually get spoiled forever. I mean, I, I'm just keeping my mouth shut when you're did talking you know that, to Strange. Did you know that? I probably know stuff that actually is going to happen in the film. Just be happy you weren't spoiled for Mitchell's in the Machine, because I hear that's fucking the worst. Like, I hear that you don't even want to watch the show after that, the movie. I, I mean, I don't even know what the show is. That's how unspoiled I am. But <laughs> I know I've never heard of this until I saw you mention it earlier on, and I thought, I don't know what that is, but I, maybe I'll find out later. It's glorious. It's, it's fucking it's amazing. Awesome. Is it a show? Is it a movie? It's a movie. It's, it's, a, movie. it's a Phil and Lord movie that hit on um, Netflix this past week. Netflix animated, live action. Oh, animated. animated. It's animated, animated. like Spider-Verse. There's hand-drawn stuff. There's 3D animation. There, It's supposed to be really like, you know, like Spider-Verse, like pushing what animation can look right. like. Um, I'm, I'm probably the only person here that didn't like Spider-Verse. Anyway. Oh, well then. Maybe what fuck off. wrong with you? I'm just yeah, kidding. maybe. I don't know. Definitely. I just, I just, I'm not that any cartoons. So insane. Fine. Moving on. So I don't want to have to have Cam on the show any longer than necessary. So the Captain America title card 
there was a discussion with uh, the showrunner, um, Malcolm Spellman. He was talking about the fact that there is a cut of Falcon and Winter Soldier where at the end they have a Captain America and White Wolf um, moniker that shows up at the end. So here are his words. I got to see that moniker, White Wolf, in watching one of the cuts. And man, it really affected me emotionally. I believe they wanted to Im the impact of Captain America and Winter Soldier to land. And I do think, and had they done Captain America and the White Wolf, it would not have been as emotional of a landing because it's too much math, too much evolution. But I don't know for sure what it was. I got blindsided by that while watching the cut, but I loved it. I uh, I don't I hate the idea of the White Wolf at the end because he's not actually the oh, White Wolf. It's what? just a nickname. I want it to be Captain America and Bucky because he's not no. the Winter Soldier anymore. Captain America yeah, and Bucky's a very long running comic. Yeah, player. but Bucky's his name. Yeah, but he's White yeah, Wolf yeah, is that's what he's called in the White comics. Wolf is his new hero persona. He's he's grown out of his Winter Soldier persona, and Bucky doesn't suit him anymore because that was. That was that daft kid back in the forties. Do you know what I mean? Now he's like the Wakandan Zen master, White Wolf. You know. I don't know. It's just. I guess because the White Wolf. I said the, the, the sequel show, if they ever did one, should have been called Captain America and the the White Wolf about yep. six months before it came out. Written yep, proof that's in one of my articles. You know, so no one can doubt me. Um, <laughs> I kept pushing oh, it. Right. I kept pushing it, and then it, when that title card came up at the end. My immediate reaction was, that's a missed opportunity. That's what I wanted to see. Even I would have accepted Bucky as well, like, to, just to be fair. But, you know, I just, I have an issue with the Winter Soldier. He's no longer the Winter Soldier. Party yep. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the two of them changing. And, and Falcon becomes Captain America and the Winter Soldier I'm not going to say White Wolf if, if that's not the way I'm going with it, but he does, he's not the Winter Soldier anymore. That's part of his growth in the show. So here's my um, counter-argument to that. I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with your argument, but here is a devil's advocate argument. Mm -hmm. That's not how the world sees him. So yeah, he might have grown out of that. Well, so I, I'm not even talking about the comic books. I mean, so he, when he goes to Madripoor, they're like, holy shit, you're the White Wolf, right? I'm mean, sorry, you're Winter Soldier. <laughs> you're the Winter Soldier. So no one recognizes him as that. And that's I, true. I 100% get it from a character growth perspective why you would want to see that. But there is something about your inability to shed your past that I think mm. is, um, that is thematic and kind of, good about the show and if they can use that somehow to make it more interesting um i would be yeah. happy with that i mean i get you I mean like it depends what they do with bucky next i suppose yeah. in a way as well like is he going to get something that's just focused on on him you know is he going to be in captain america for we, we don't know that we, we the only person we know is going to be in it for sure is, is obviously Anthony Mackie. It'd be pretty hard to do captain america for without Anthony Mackie, but you know i think we all kind of assume that Sebastian Stan will show up as well, but we really a, just don't know. The next the next season could be Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And at the end of that, we see a change to Captain America and the White Wolf. And then we have Captain America because and the White Wolf for season three. Right. And then what happens in season four? What do they call it then? Um, uh, Captain America and, you know, because Bucky died in season three, so they can call it, <laughs> just call it Captain America. And Falcon. And Falcon. Yeah. Because, um, and Falcon. Because Torres. 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 Yeah. 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 Yep. 
So Captain America, the Falcon and the Young Avengers. To be honest, I've, I've really got a, a bit of an issue with Marvel at the moment in terms of the length of their movie titles. They're just not considering people that work in the field that I work in because it is so frustrating. I mean, to type out the Falcon and the Winter Soldier that that often. It's the worst. It's it's a clunky title even without typing it out. T-F-A-W-W-S, you know, and you just hope the fans and the kind of readers, the fans of the Marvel kind of stuff go along with you and know what you're talking about. Um, It's like Doctor Strange, I've just given up now and I just call it either Doctor Strange 2 or Multiverse of Madness. Ah, just mom. Get, I, I'm trying to think of what was the most characters, called mom. characters if you write out the full time mom. every time. What was what was the most annoying title to write on a consistent basis as a as an article writer? I have two. Any Star Wars, Go. right? Uh so Fantastic Beasts, The oh, Crimes God. of Grindelwald. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, no one, Wait, no one t- everybody just called that birds of prey. Yeah, everyone just called that birds of prey. So, so Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of of Wendell, Grindelwald. Um, there's that one, and then there was Pirates of the Caribbean. The fuck was it? De- Dead Men Tell No Tales. It, but then, do you not just go Dead Men Tell No Tales? Yeah, but for the algor- for the algorithm, you got to have Pirates of the Caribbean in there. So yeah, it's like you yeah, can't that's true. Out. Damned algorithm. Okay, Hollywood, just stop with the subtitles and just go back to the simple four, five, six. It's just much easier for us. And you know, I know as a kid that used to bother me, the numbers even going in the college, I mean, it's, it's okay if we've got a subtitle like three to like Thor. Like I liked the how Die Hard, like, did it, you know, well, up to a point, Die Hard, you know, they always had something just slightly different and you knew it was the a three sequel, year Die Hard, a good day like to die. Alien, alien and Aliens. No. Yes. Yeah. I mean that's the best one. That's the best one. Anaconda, I think Anaconda. that's the best one. Alien to Aliens is just it tells you everything you need to know about that film. If you've seen the first film, before you ever see a trailer and what that, you just need to know. Oh, see that film that was Alien. Now it's, there's a sequel and it's called Aliens, and you just get like, oh fuck, I'm in. If that came like, out in so the many 90s, of them. they would like twist the S until like a two. Or, or any, yeah, like the shape of a xenomorph's mouth or something like that. <laughs> uh, so speaking of sequels and follow-up movies and whatever, whatever, we recently got to see the MCU Phase 4 release schedule. So Marvel surprised everyone a couple of days ago when they dropped a trailer uh, and basically highlighted all of this stuff that was coming up. It was there was a voiceover by Stanley, very touching, very touching and sad. Um, but we got to see all the movies that are coming out for the next uh, two years. So we've got the ones that we knew were coming out: Black Widow coming out in July, Shang Chi, The Eternals, Spider Man: No Way From Home, um, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Thor: Love and Thunder couple of things that we didn't know about some of these so the next one black panther wakanda forever coming out in uh july of wakanda forever wakanda forever the marvels you don't want to do that you don't want to do it i didn't say in case i in case i couldn't do it i've never tried it let's see have i ever tried uh, the black panther 
the Black Panther has been the protector of Wakanda for generations. Generations. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, Jonesy. Yeah. You could you could get a part as a Wakandan. Mm, as a Wakandan. You know, yeah. I mean, just like a walk-on part where you just say that line. Just say it. You're actually created curator of a museum. You know, you're a hologram you know, sure. in a museum, and you just show up and speak to people when they walk in the door. Like Orlando Jones in a the Time Machine. <laughs> what a great obscure reference that was. Are you talking about the movie with Guy Pierce? Yeah. yeah. Orlando Jones, like, goes in the future. And Orlando Jones is like a, a museum or some shit. Yeah. And Samantha Mumba. Samantha Mumba, I think, oh, was the lead oh, of that movie. That's a bad film. That right. a bad film. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Oddly enough, it's so funny that we're talking about. I love how all of us remember that fucking movie. All of us remember that movie. We've all seen it. Bad guy, bad guy, Pierce movies. Because I think at the time, like the way they promoted it, you thought this this is going to be interesting. It looked good until you got into the cinema and watched it. To be clear, I liked it. I watched it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Of course, surprise me. I don't remember. It's probably wasn't good. I liked it. All right. God damn it. Um, so moving on from Jammer's Bad Taste, we've got the Marvels uh, coming out in November 11th, 2022. And so that's going to have Kamala Khan as well as Captain Marvel. But do you guys think that we will also get a Blue Marvel in there? What do you think? Maybe. 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 That's a rumor. I don't know anything Doubtful. about Doubtful. I mean, I've, I have heard that. that. I have heard that rumor. He's black. It's more in about wonder. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because there was a rumor that that was going to be the aerospace engineer. Which obviously he and Monica have a relationship in the comics, so I mean it wouldn't be that far out there to, to, to consider that Blue Marvel could show up as well. But surely Monica's not going to be called something Marvelous. She, yeah. I would, I would, I was thinking Photon or Spectrum or something. So she's kind of going to be the outlier in terms of that she doesn't have Marvel in her name. I mean, That's it's I weird. Thinking. I feel like Marvel has gotten. Um... I don't want to say predictable, but kind of predictable in, in their naming convictions. So like with this, when she walks by her mom and swords, like photon, like right in your face, like, oh, I get, I guess when you get your powers, you're going to be photon. Like, okay. So I don't know, we had the opposite conversation on Marvel Multiverse Mondays where we didn't think she'd get photon because that was her mom's and she would want to be. Yes, I think she'll respect them. Yeah, I think uh, like a, almost like a. I think you'll find out that her call sign was Spectrum, whereas her mum's was Photon or something like that. But who knows? They could just call her Doctor Marvel, Auntie Marvel, or something like that. She could be Aunt Marvel or something. I don't know. Literally, what she's going to be like, Marvel. She's going to be like, I'm Doctor Marvel. She'll turn to the camera and go, "How do you like that fucking Brandon?" And then she turns back and the show. See that coming, bitch? Bitch, see that coming. Deal with it. No, yeah, she has to say, I bet it. you didn't see that comment. Here, she has to say it. Call she me has predictable it. now. <laughs> no, I, does anyone, it did feel like a slight to me um, that Marvel was kind of reacting to toxic fandom where it's like, oh, you don't like Brie Larson that much? Don't worry. Her character's name is not in the title. She's one of the Marvels now. She's not the lead. Yeah, but you don't know that that's that's why. It? That's, that's, how you, that's, uh, that's how I feel about it. It seems like a slight to a franchise. I mean, until like, oh, it's we not see your franchise anymore. It's movies. your franchise. Nick Doll, Nick Doll. Yeah. But I mean, it all comes from her character, the whole Marvel thing. I mean, Kamala Khan's going to be an absolute Captain Marvel fangirl in her mm-hmm. show, which comes out before the Marvels. Um, who thinks... Brie Larson will show up at some point in Miss Marvel. Oh, absolutely. 
be cool. Yeah. Well, they don't want to take away helpful. from Kamala Khan and have a white girl show up and you know magic explain everything about her powers. Gotcha. I think I figure gotcha. I figure she's basically going to be the uh, the Tony Stark of of Ms. Marvel, kind of like what she was in what he was in Spider Man Homecoming. That's probably true. Mm. I mean, she'll definitely do a flyby. Um, and I think if they're going to do a flyby, no flybys. She has to mingle. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like if they would go as far as having a flyby, then they would probably do it. Nick got it. Nick got it. Iron Man 3 reference. Uh, I've only seen that movie a couple of times. I think that was Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Was it? Oh yeah, it is. Because uh, Pierce is talking with someone, but it's about Iron Man. With with Sam Jackson. Oh, is it with? Yeah, it's with Nick Fury. I remember the line. He has to mingle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think I remember this now. Um, Last thing, last announcement. To be announced, Fantastic Four. Um, And I skipped over Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Now that said, there's another title that I do not like. (laughs) That is a bad one. That doesn't make it a good title. Between that, and, and between that and Doctor Strange 2, it kind of feels like it needs to be spoken like this. Quantum mania. Like basically like the Saturday Night Live guy. Um, yes. In the uh, multiverse Campbell. of madness. Trying to imagine a uh, Stan Lee voice. Well, that should be Bruce Campbell's cameo in uh, Doctor Strange. It's just saying the title like that. He's going to be like, <laughs> oh man, that <laughs> sucks. And then he says another title. <laughs> <laughs> or says the same title is slightly different this seems just as much Bruce Campbell what's interesting about the Fantastic Four is that the reaction online you know generally is like is that a phase four logo is that a Fantastic Four logo and it's Fantastic like, Four logo no but like I, I know we know that and a lot of, no, but it's, people, it's already been announced though I mean it was, it was I mean, on no, the Disney Investors Day it's the exact same that. symbol that we saw well, people online need to read LRM is all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> I've read so we, many people being like, it. I've seen so many theory pieces where it's like, is it is it the Phase 4 logo or is it Fantastic Four logo? Those and are the like, same people who were saying year. that Deadpool did a Wakanda Forever reference when he did the X-Force logo. Those are those same people writing exactly, those fucking articles. But there's a lot of those people. Yeah, when the free Deadpool was X Force, and then everyone's just like, he did Wakanda Forever reference in Deadpool. I was like, no, he didn't. Get the fuck out of here. He did every other reference, just not that. Just yeah, not just not that. Brown one. Black Panther or whatever, or Brown Panther. What do you Um, What, if any of these movies, have you guys like absolutely excited? Spider Man and Doctor Strange. Hmm. And Fantastic yeah. Four, honestly. Did you guys see that uh, Andrew Garfield played down rumors that he's actually going to be in Spider-Man? I read of two articles about that in two days. And I think just since then... There's a third, there is actually a potential to do a third one today as well. If, uh, uh, you know, and I just thought, no, nah, I've had enough of it now. Um, because he I actually backtracked it a little bit. <laughs> because he actually then said, you know, uh, you, know uh, you know, I said all this and I said all that. But, you know, never say never. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? You know what? You know There was that rock solid story of the pizza guy. You know, that's where it all came from. First of all, some pizza guy turned up 
a place in Atlanta where they were shooting because uh, somebody ordered a delivery and Andrew Garfield um, the basically answered the door. Do you know what I mean? That's where it all actually began. See, I feel um, like I then think, it can't well, be him, right? Like if he's in Spider-Man physique, he can't be ordering pizza. I feel like that debunks the rumor right there. Oh, that's tr- that's Peter true. B. Oh my but, God! But that Peter, Peter B. Parker. I just there's too many insiders all saying the same thing that if he's not in it, they're all going to look extremely stupid at the same time. I just don't see it at this point, to be honest. I think he's lying. I mean, all you have to do is look at the interviews with Paul Rudd. Oh no, that's just a rumor, man. Ant Man, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, or um, Maslani that played my Shield. favorite. No, this is just a rumor. Um, that's my favorite portion. What I think was Joaquin Phoenix when people are asking about Joker, and he's like, Joker, what are you talking about? And like, he was one step away from saying, What is a Joker? What is a movie? Like, he was one step away from saying, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, What is acting? I don't understand. What are you talking about? <laughs> Does anybody wish that whenever you get so like see if I had an interview with Andrew Garfield lined up? The question I would absolutely not ask him is whether he's going to be in the new Spider-Man film, because that's just such a shit question to ask him. He's under an NDA, he's probably gonna get a really bad telling off or something like that if he if he breaks it before then. I think Alfred Molina is slightly different because his came out from a trade, um and and Alfred Molina just doesn't give any fucks. I think that's no, just the way he, he is. He just yeah. doesn't care. He's not like a young up-and-coming Hollywood guy. He's like, they've already paid me. I've already shot my scenes. What are they going to do? <laughs> Fucking fire me and suck me out. So, so he's just like, yeah, I'm in it. It was great fun. And then, like, uh, but himself. Andrew Garfield can't do that. He announced Jamie Foxx that one day when we were in the middle of recording. That's right, yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why? That was for the, for the first Spider-Verse rumors, I feel like. I mean, that's where most blind like, from. Why yeah. that character? <laughs> I know that was the thing because we're like, he wasn't good, but you know, you just hopefully have faith that Marvel are going to, I don't know, like, do the magic. Actor. I think give him a second magic. chance and good script. Jamie Fox could absolutely be a good. And one of his earliest lines that he had to delete was that he's not going to be wearing the blue this time. Yeah. yeah. It would be cool to see a more classic electro, a cheesy electro suit since Marvel can do any suit they want now. Phase four has proven, and Spider-Man films have proven. Still not a fan of that that Captain America suit. The new Captain America suit, I don't really like either. It's a bit. I I don't mind it. I just don't like this part, the 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 face part. Mm. I mean, neither did the costume designers. The amount of VFX work they had to do to touch up that because it kept moving. Because it just does. Yeah, if you watch the BTS, it just kept moving and making big gaps at the side yeah, uh, of his Chris head and, and they had to just yeah. go in and yeah visually Which, you know, fix ooh, all of the shots in all That's honesty they should have done in the ending scene of Justin Justice League where like Ben Affleck's cowl is so big that every time he moves his head like half of it like folds over oh, you're exaggerating it didn't look that he looks like he's 30 pounds too skinny to wear that let's yeah, but that's whatever. But it looks terrible. Like that's that's what his point. That if you watch the, the assembled thing, it, it, yeah, he's he just had, he had he's just Falcon finished a really hard. Like he wants to look good. Not like he's wearing a. He's lost a bit of weight. I mean, how that? Imagine exercising in a bat suit. Imagine how much you weight you would lose per hour just exercising in a bat oh, suit. So, so that's so, continuity it, that his mask. Yeah, his head cannon. He's just actually lost weight mm-hmm. in the course of his actions in the movie. He's like John Reese Davies during the filming of Lord of the Rings, where he like lost thirty pounds as they were running across the freaking plains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, and they had to like I forgot what they did, but they he lost like a ton of weight. <laughs> they probably funny. just had to pad him up. Yeah, like lose you know? weight while acting. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's such. A... <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it. I mean, I think that's it. I didn't get to see a movie I'm excited for. Throw Love and Thunder. Okay, I'm done. Oh, I forgot about uh, that one. I forgot about I just, well, I, I'll just say the two that I'm least excited for um, mm. are probably um, the Marvels because I didn't really like Captain Marvel. So, you know, they have to win me over with that one. And, and actually, so Ant-Man Quantumania, even though I, I hope that it's going to be really wacky and good, but I wasn't a huge fan of the first two Ant-Man films either. I love the first one. The first one was just when it, because honestly I mean, it's the going best one. I'm going just into really a, into Avengers Age of Ultron, like I was before Age of Ultron, I was like, I'm fucking excited for the MCU. I saw Age of Ultron, I was just like, am I? And then Ant-Man, I was like, okay, that was like the palate cleanse I needed for to move on mm. to the next phase. And then phase three was just nearly flawless. Um, so like I think for me, it always just feels like a nice palate cleanser. I always go back to the first Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp, however, it works. It's, I actually like it more now. I've seen it a few times since, but the first time I watched it, I was just like, this isn't really as fun or as funny as I wanted it to be or as interesting. And then like upon rewatching, I think I appreciate it more and more just for various little reasons. Yeah. Um, it's fun to revisit. Paul Rudd put yeah, it on that's the fair. female voice when he's like the mother. Talking and to he does a wink. <laughs> all i need is michael pena being michael pena and then i'm good like i'll be all right yeah if they can if they can get the right mix of him in there. if they could somehow make luis into a superhero fuck i'm on it <laughs> i am on it from someone literally all it takes is a suit the talker yeah i was gonna say captain Recap. <laughs> usually you don't talk this much when you're fighting <laughs> i still think marvel are missing a trick time. by by like if just doing a segment where they get Louise to just recap the MCU so far. I know. You know they, I mean? It's an opportunity. Plus. That should have yeah. been a nef- that should have been a YouTube video leading before into WandaVision. Mm. No, I would even Wanda say before Endgame, end yeah. especially. That would have been good. Or maybe even Endgame, yeah. That would have been good. Marvel, are you maybe listening? Maybe it was their own tone for Endgame, though. It but, could be its own Disney Plus Yeah, we're just giving them shit for free. Yeah. Man. Just the Louise speaks, and it's like... This is why our industry... Is so underpaid is because of shit like this. We're just giving out Dude, ideas. Away for free. We're passing them out like hot dickings. That's a reference. That's a very old school reference. Anyone else get it? Not here, but I'm saying in the audience. No? That's no okay. Responding. Well, I, I'm not sure, sure if I got it. I thought I got it, but no, it's it's from this old Dr. Tran YouTube video from like the late the mid to late two mm-hmm. thousands. It's like nothing hurt. Passing out hot dickings. Okay. Sure. Um, you guys ready to review a movie on that yeah. note? Sure. What movie? What movie? What do you mean, what movie? Don't do this. Don't yeah. do this again. Mitchell versus the Machines. So, without remorse, <laughs> starring oh, Michael B. Oh, Jordan has a 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb, a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sorry, on Metacritic. It is getting absolutely fucking sad. I'm actually surprised by that. I am a little bit too. But this film stars Michael B. Jordan. He is seeking justice for the murder of his pregnant wife. An elite Navy SEAL uncovers a covert plot that threatens to engulf the United States and Russia in an all-out war. 
every time I hear war and they talk about all out war, I can't help but think of um, uh, what was the, damn it. What was the name of the movie where Denzel, Crimson Tide, where he talks about nuclear holocaust? I don't know why. Just always comes to mind when I talk about war in movies now. That was a good movie. Good fucking movie. Good movie. Great score. Um, but anyway, uh, Cam, you haven't done this in a while. We have shifted over to doing non-spoiler Twitter reviews. So like your 140 character, like old Twitter, old school Twitter. Your 140 character non-spoiler review. Uh, I'm going to let you go last. I'm going to give you a chance. Totally forgot. You know, you know it's, it's hard onboarding people. Um, I can go first. You want to go first? Oh, I, I yeah. know what this, I know what nice this review is going to be. Go ahead. Let's hear it, Cam. No worries. This movie is ad- absolute trash. Do not watch it. Please don't watch any more Jack Ryan verse items on Amazon so that they lose the license and someone who has any kind of writing skill whatsoever can do something with the franchise. There you go. I like the first Jack Ryan season on Amazon. I like that season. It, it was okay. It was okay, was but... Didn't watch the second one, though. So, so, bad. so I guess it wasn't good enough for me to want to watch the second one, so it couldn't be that good, I the guess. The second one's not good. The second one's horrible. Mm, but... Um, so it's funny as before I move on to somebody else, I'm going to read this out to you guys just so you can understand where we are with this franchise. So this particular movie is, um, has a 45% and a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes between critics and audience score respectively. What's funny about that. So Cam is talking about, uh, don't watch anything else. Uh, that's Jack Ryan related until you get somebody. So the previous movies, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, uh, starring Chris Pine was 54% and 53% with critics and audiences alike. I Some forgot of it had a fears. subtitle. I, just, yeah. uh, I thought it was just called Jack Ryan. <laughs> Didn't need it. it. Didn't need it. Didn't need that subtitle because it's terrible. No, um, no. <laughs> Some of all fears fared slightly better, but slightly worse. So That's 59% with critics and a 49% with uh audiences and that's what uh, ben i appreciate the slow burn nature of that one the you problem, and nobody else but you and nobody else the, yeah. the I mean, problem was, with the yeah, sum of all fears is that it was the absolute wrong movie to suddenly turn jack ryan into a young guy and go back to the start of his life yeah. it, it was the wrong movie to do that because jack ryan needed to be really really high up to make the story work and the story doesn't work with a young jack ryan and that's in all fairness i was like 10 years old when that movie came out so i didn't know shit about that so so i think that's part of the thing that happens with these movies so i was a kid that read these growing up um my mom read them and so you will have people and i think danny you read them too so there are people like um cam and danny and my mom for instance who it there's this weird push and pull, right? It's the thing that always happens with books that get turned into movies. But one of the things I find particularly interesting about the Jack Ryan series is his age fluctuates greatly between all of these versions of the character. And that seems to cause particular angst. I don't want to call it angst, but criticism for the folks who are audience members, who are viewers, because I've always had this impression. So the first movie that I saw was Hunt for Red October. And Mm -hmm. then the next movie I saw was uh, Patriot Games. And so 
I remember reacting. I was like, no, he's supposed to be younger. And my mom was like, no. And <laughs> like, no, bitch. Yeah. She very much felt like, just like Cam, you're talking about now, like he is the yeah. guy. Um, Tom Clancy always hated uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Jack Ford. Ryan said he was too old. But I think yeah, he's great. But the he's thing perfect. was, uh, that's I love Jack, he was a good Jack Ryan, but he was just a little bit too old to be for them to do Patriot games. The age Harrison Ford was in Patriot games is the age he should have been in some of all fears. Mm. You know, a <laughs> mature man who's been working for 20 years, you know, and has worked his way up through all his adventures and it ended up getting to like a point where he's really high up in the government. You know, at the sum of all fears, it's been a while since I've read it, but I believe Jack is the director of the CIA in some of all fears, the book. So, you know, he then has this back and forth with the president, but he's someone with genuine power at that point. Right. But to take this young analyst and do the same thing where he's going against the president just doesn't make any sense in the movie. And that that's part of what my issue is with the way we just keep doing Jack Ryan is um, they keep resetting the character to try and capture some younger audience. And they've just slowly but surely they've lost. The reason we adapt you, you go, hey, let's buy these books and adapt them into movies. Why do we do it? Because they're good stories and somebody thinks these would make a, a good movie. There is nothing at all in Amazon's Jack Ryan content so far which has any resemblance to any of the books other than the character names. That is the only thing they have taken forward into their Jack Ryan universe. Isn't Jack Ryan that, that like really weird? big? Is he, big? is he a big guy? No, that's Jack. The no, that's, Jack that's the other Jack. Oh, yeah. God other damn it. Too many Jacks. White guys and their too names. many Jacks. Um, before we get too far down the Jack Ryan rabbit hole, um, Danny, why don't you give me your Twitter review of Without Remorse? Twitter? Twitter? Well, I'm, I'm in Cam's, uh, Cam's training camp on this one. I would say that the talent, the considerable talent in front of the camera and some considerable talent behind the camera was let down by some shitty talent behind the typewriter. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> that was really good. That was real good. That was really good. Don't fucking don't judge no, it, I think Nick. That was about it's a metaphorical characters. typewriter. I know. I still don't know. <laughs> Nick Dahl, what say you? Dolphus. Good ja- good Tom Clancy movies. Feel like there's a lot there and kind of slowly unfurl. This felt like an act of a normal Tom Clancy movie. Just like the third act and nothing else. Say that again? Like like we already know everything at the beginning. Yeah, well it feels like and it's just nonstop kind of action whereas like you watch one of the Harrison uh-huh. Ford ones and it's like there's like 30 minutes without a single action scene where it's just political intrigue. But it's yep. not a Jack that, Ryan. That, it's not Jack Ryan. I, know, I, think but that's like, I imagine but wait, Tom but Clancy that's, books. That's without remorse is still a book that Tom Clancy wrote. And yeah. it's not sure. wall action. But I think that Clark is different than um, Jack Ryan. So that's where true. one is a revenge movie, I'm sorry, a revenge book like that. So I know there isn't a lot that this movie has in common with the book. Like that is true. And so there isn't really a lot that unfurls itself from a revenge plot. Like those fuckers are what they are. But That's my opinion. I mean, it feels like the bad 
Jack Ryan movies I've watched where it's like we're turning this into an action franchise, not a thriller. Okay. And I assume Without Remorse is still a more of a thriller of a book than just like straight up this is an action book. Uh, I think that it's more pulpy than people recall. I've never, I'm just um, assuming from his other books, I've like read Rainbow Six. It does not feel like Rainbow Six. Without Remorse does not feel like Rainbow Six to me. Not that I remember. Like It's set in the 70s, so it's like, it's a bit of a period piece as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's really quite different from the other Jack Ryan right. books, but it's set in Vietnam, like during the time of Vietnam, it goes back in time. Um, yeah. And it goes back in time. It's the, it is chronologically the first Ryan verse story. Yeah. What would be. Um, it's basically then, like the Minish Cap. Yes. Of the franchise. That's right. Exactly. Like if, <laughs> or if Skyward this was Sword. Zelda. Or Skyward is it Skyward Sword? Sword? It. Yeah, uh, Skyward Sword's the first one. Okay. Um, so you got me agreeing with you for no reason. Well, because um, Minish Cap was the first one for a long time, and then it was the Skyward Sword. Uh, see, I had no idea. Learn something new. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because without remorse, the book is chronologically the first story, but then Rainbow Six is chronologically and in publication order, the next book. So I think that's like some weird Fast and Furious type of fucking head spinning time time movie timey wimey thing um jam dog oh i was gonna say what felt really funny to me this doesn't spoiler either is that i was watching it i'm like guy pierce is exactly who i pick would picture as a traditional john clark leading rainbow six like this age guy pierce would i would cast as john clark rainbow six but without the kind of aging up I don't get why they aged them up a little bit with the makeup. You know, that's not spoiler, is it? To talk about somebody's makeup. No. They made them look like weirdly old, but older than he actually is. Did you not feel that? Like, if you I look at a picture yeah, of having seen years, him in the, um, like the Bloodshot movie, he definitely appears older in this than he did in that. Huh. Y'all are talking a different language. I don't know what the fuck's going on this episode. Y'all throwing out names and ages like it's Bloodshot. business. Who are we talking about? John. That was Clark? the. Yeah. So Thank no, no, no. Why was he? Why were, are we talking about Guy Pierce playing John? Guy Clark? Pierce was the no. Guy Pierce was the sec def. They're saying that they think that he should have been the John Clark character in the Rainbow Six movie that doesn't even exist yet. He's more age appropriate and. Yeah, Jamma, keep up. <laughs> keep up, man. Keep up. Sorry. <laughs> and like, you know, even though I've never read the book, picturing Guy Pierce, now I probably would read the book. Rainbow Six picturing Guy Pierce. Do you know who was a great John Clark? Actually, Willem Dafoe was a great John Clark. He was. And clear and present danger. He was. They even had Chavez in that too. They were close to saying if Rainbow Six never did it. No Leaf Shriver love? No, he was. I mean, he had like a (laughs) couple of scenes. Okay. He wasn't in it enough, was he? Yeah, no, he wasn't. Um, I don't even remember what he did aside from that one scene where he showed up and was like, I don't do this anymore, blah, blah, blah. And then I guess he did a thing after that. Man, I don't remember that movie. After he said he didn't do this anymore, he didn't do anything anymore. Basically. <laughs> Which one was he? surprised. Uh, some of all fears. Oh, so I think that was okay. more a set up for the future kind of thing. I think that's what they were doing with Leif Schreiber and the Some of all fears. And of course, there was no future because Is it the weird? movie sucked. That Hollywood still can't seem to get this idea of like, hey, make one good movie and then maybe I'll come back to the next one without you having to set up the next one. 
but we'll get into that. Like, I don't know if it's weird ahead. because I feel like there are instances where they do that, and everyone's like, "Why don't you just plan for the future? Why don't you do this thing I wanted you to do?" And then it doesn't do well because it doesn't lead into anything. I feel like nobody really says that. Who says that? I don't. Well, know. I think I think he's trying to kind of go back to Star Wars arguments there. If you want to, let's face it. Jeff. Oh yeah, that's um, where it came from. You're right. Um, <laughs> and he's, it. and that's me. That's going, yeah. Why didn't they just plan this out? Me and Kyle, when he's discussed it, we mean Kyle, they I don't think that's the same the entire thing. Trilogy. I don't think, no, I don't no, think no, it's no, the no, same no, thing no. as making so, a giant Ryan movie and hoping it does well. I don't think that's the same thing because I think, generally speaking, people understand that Star Wars is what it is. Like, it is a different animal, it's a different kind of franchise. And it's are weird. you saying we it's can't different. compare Jack Ryan to Star Wars? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, I think just the Rotten Tomato score tell me that. Um, who hasn't done their Twitter review? I know I haven't. Jammer. Jammer, go. I I didn't watch this movie. You fucker. (laughs) Son of a bitch. I love the two women. I I feel betrayed because I fucking hated this movie. So I'm not going to lie. And I moaned all the way through it online. And you didn't even watch he it. He even said so on Discord. <laughs> he even said on Discord. But for this fucking podcast, I wouldn't watch this movie. I would have turned it off. Turned it off after ten minutes. I didn't say that. I, oh, that was, that was okay. I would have. I only watched it because of this. So here's the thing. Off. Several weeks back, when when Jonesy had without remorse the trailer on here, I was just like, that looks really fucking boring. And then we're like, oh, we're gonna watch it for the podcast. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to do it. I'll do it. And then Nick Doll was just like, hey, Mitchell's versus Machine is out. I'm like, oh. And then I watched that instead. And I didn't wow. have time to watch Without Remorse. Wow. I was going to so actually play. Are Nick? Are you trying to blame Nick for, for I this? Am. Oh, no. I can't blame Nick for this. This is all This is all a Joseph Medina joint. This is a jammer joint. <laughs> you can't just decide Ryan, not to changed. watch it when we make the agreement. You know, here's oh the thing. God. I agree. Now this is going to be against you. We're going to decide in Corella or something. I'm going to be like. Like, yeah, I'm watching it. That's fair. Or like you've done this twice now. You're like Invincible. I just couldn't find time to watch a single hour episode. No, but Invincible was different because I I actually gave a heads up with that. This one I carried it to the podcast full of thinking that actually I did. It is worse. (laughs) But why don't we not agree on things that you know you're not gonna watch? Why don't you just pretend to make a Twitter review just because I'm not gonna be dishonest? Yeah, but no one, 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 no one ever asked me, did no one ever, no one ever asked me, did you watch this? So I have not been dishonest. (laughs) You know why? You know why though? (laughs) Because the assumption is that you did. (laughs) It's true. No, you're 100% right. I should have watched this movie, but uh, um, I did not. (sighs) Oh my God. I did not. I did not. (laughs) <laughs> based on everything you've heard so far do you plan on watching it <laughs> fuck no no way but i'm mean, not gonna lie but basically uh yeah no i mean this isn't i should have watched also it also like i didn't watch it i've never no watched anime again the there's no excuse like i actually feel less strongly about it guys i need to go that's it i'm off i'll see you later on thanks for having me on <laughs> <laughs> he's gone <laughs> he's Wait, gone what? And just like that, there were four. Why did he leave? Way to go, Jammer. Because he hates it. 
because oh, okay. Jammer to rocked the boat. Why he hated it, but I read his comment so I can agree or disagree with some. Thanks, that. Jammer, for uh, robbing me of of Cam's hate for this film. Uh, I'm sorry. So I'll be the lone wolf. I thought it was fine. Like I thought. I didn't hate I, it. Oh, <laughs> did you? You didn't go, did you, Nick? Well, did I gave my it? review. It just okay. didn't feel like a real Tom Clancy movie. All right. Um, but uh, my oh. Cam actually had to go because of like a, a personal emergency. So that was just his excuse. I'm the escape goat. The escape goat. Very nice. Um, so my Twitter review for this is I thought it was fine up until the end. Um, I was not let down until they got to Russia. Once they got to Russia, I was like, I don't oh, like starting it. with that. You were let down. Spoilers. Spoilers now, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. <laughs> not going to go too deep into that but yeah once they got to russia i was like uh, okay because i was wondering uh, what you meant by the end because i knew you said yeah that's what i was no and so we'll jump in the spoilers now and explain what i meant um by the way nick i personally owe you two things to watch as a result of my betrayal i do feel unlike this movie's title i am with remorse what do you think this is a game of monopoly where you go around you're like oh now now you pay nick to movie viewings is that how this works yeah. You cost him time, man. I really I, didn't. How did he cost me time? Because you probably <laughs> wouldn't because you wouldn't have watched this. I would have watched without remorse. Okay, fine, never mind. I'm trying to help I, you. I, out. I watched I'm the just Jack trying to stir Ryan the pot. Movie. I'm just trying to stir the pot. <laughs> fine. The one that has a shadow recruit. Oh, oh god. Oh god, what a bad movie. Um the only uh reason I don't watch the Jack Ryan series is because you know how I feel about it. John I don't understand why you hate him so much. He's fine. He's perfectly I don't know fine. Either. Um, I think the reason that this let me down, and so we're going to get into spoilers, was I was entertained up until that point, and it because some of the things that they were doing were a little fun and a little different. Like the fight in the prison was fun and interesting to watch. The uh, plane going down and that, that was sequence really cool. was fun to watch. And at the end, it just became the professional. And I was like, oh, interesting. I've seen this movie before. Um, and so I don't know if either Nick or Danny, you recall the professional, I imagine, based it's on Jammer's reaction that he has seen it. No, well, you yep. will remember this. It's the part where they storm the building at the end. Yep. And yep. then he has to fight them off. And then he gets out of the building by pretend, like blowing something up and then pretending to be like one of the down bodies and then gets yeah. out that way like this is that exact same thing and it, it just felt so derivative to it wasn't interesting enough to be an homage and i think that that was the problem for me and then the very end where you know i saw someone's comment that you could see this coming this this twist coming from space and it's basically the fact that guy pierce is a bad guy yeah. so not only was that incredibly obvious but that feels like the second season of jack ryan where the guy that Jack Ryan has been working with, uh, that is, I think he's a senator, um, is the bad guy. And so Jack yeah. records him and says like, oh, now I know like this is how you do this and blah, blah, blah. And so that recording thing is the exact same thing that they did with this. The only difference is they didn't kill um, the guy in Jack Ryan, whereas here, uh, John Clark killed him. And so it's like, it was like two things right following the other where I was just like, I'm not a fan of the end of this movie. And then my deflation because of that made the rainbow six hype fall flat. 
Yeah, because I'm hoping that, oh, please don't make Rainbow Six anything like what I just watched. Yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't, don't go there now. Don't, please don't touch that. Let someone else come in and so, play in that sandbox because you just fucked this up. In Cam's notes, he was right. I read the back and forth on uh, Discord today before hopping yeah. on. That probably been days ago. Um, it's nothing like the book. Is that true? Like just names? Not really. So the book is it is an anachronism right like it is of its time so the book takes place like we were saying it's at the tail end of the vietnam war yeah the 70s and it's weird so it's weird in this sense so kelly's wife just died and he picks up this hitchhiker and he and the hitchhiker fall in love and it turns out that hitchhiker is actually a uh, drug mule for a cartel and so they come and then they kill her and then he vows revenge on the cartel and then the rest of the book is basically him going to kill these people and it's are like they, so they're not russians no in the book not that I, something I liked about the movie is that they weren't middle eastern terrorists um because i have read rainbow six script like 10 years ago and it was keep the character names and nothing else is the same yeah, it was just Middle Eastern terrorists, and none of the scenes were there. Like they didn't take over a, a amusement park. They didn't do. It was just like, oh, go shoot the Arabs, type script. And it was yeah, like, really? Like I would follow that book to a T if I adapted it, and I'd make it into a TV series with environmentalist terrorism and. Yeah, I feel like that's a very Hollywood thing, though. And so one of the things I had said especially to like Cam on line, yeah, especially that. Oh well, not just the Arab thing. I mean the um the this is the book in name only yeah um that just feels like a very hollywood trope thing not even a trope like that's just a hollywood thing that they do um one of the things that i thought was interesting about this was that um that i said to cam was like he was very upset and to your point like i wanted to hear him talk about this on the show because he was very upset that it didn't adhere more closely to the book but i don't feel like unless you're going to make it a period piece i think feel like it's very of its time um to take the story that i just described and translate it to a film why not make it a period piece i'm not saying that you can't um i think that the reason that they didn't was because i got the impression that michael b jordan really just wants to make rainbow six that's that's the thing he cares about he doesn't care about this movie like he cares about it Speaking of which, based on the video game, not the movie. Well, yeah, I think he cares about this only insofar as that enables him to make Rainbow Six. Because if Jammer, to your point, if they were going to do do what I just said and make it a period piece, then they would have to age him up to be John Clark to make Rainbow Six, because those events take place decades apart. So can we talk about your inter- your, your roundtable with Michael B. Jordan? Does that lead into that at all? I wasn't going to. I was just going to tack it on to the podcast. But sure, we can talk about it. What you want to know? I mean, I just B- We're basically him. BFFs. I'd seen What's the up? movie just, first, I would have asked him this question. No, just, just the, oh. the question that you asked him. You asked him about what video game he would turn into a movie. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering if, if, and literally he was just like, he gave this really awkward look and he was just like, I feel like this is a setup. Yeah. And then thought about it for a while. Were you thinking Rainbow Six? So Michael Brand again. Um, I hate underwater scenes like that because I hold my breath while I'm watching the screen. Uh, so it drives me nuts. Um, 
my question for you is so as an avid gamer if you could bring a franchise to the big screen what would be your fantasy like video game that you would want to see on the big screen either starring or producing oh man i know that's right i feel like this is a setup uh it's let me think uh I would probably say, I mean, it's probably it's a video game I played a lot, but it's it's kind of untouchable, I guess. Like maybe maybe like Street Fighter or something like that. You know what I mean? I think it's a video game that I played a, like often. You know what I mean? So, but it's like certain things I don't think should be touched. You know what I mean? I think you just kind of like you just kind of like leave them alone. And I, I don't I don't I think that one is just you know I want to keep the the memory of that. You know what I'm saying? As I have it, you know. As, so who as would you play in Street Fighter? You said produce or star. Yeah. Yeah. Aha. Okay. Okay. Produce. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, um, because I know having seen the movie that they want to do that. Um, like it's it's literally the tag. Scene. Yeah, it's the yeah. tag scene. So I know that that's where they're going with this. It's also, like putting together a team, or it's like I got an idea. Putting together well, five counterterrorism team with people from all over the globe. Right. Call like he Rainbow. goes on to describe it. Yeah. It's like you may like, have heard of the first five iterations. Rainbows one through five. You <laughs> will be Rainbow well, six, six. Six is a commander. So I'm six, aware the of guy that. Under- I'm making okay, shit up, Jonesy. Fuck, I, no, I I'm making know, jokes. Don't... Oh, my God. What video game did you have in mind when you asked him that question? Uh, something like... A video game. I I had no idea what he was going to say because I know. So I only know. So these are the games I know that he plays. I know that he plays Rainbow Six. I know he plays Ghost Recon. I know he plays Call of Duty. I know he plays NBA Two K. Oh, NBA Two K confirmed. NBA Two K confirmed. So I was. It's not shocking to me that this movie leads into Rainbow Six. And again. I envision that as a producer, he wants to build out this universe. Um, he wants to make a Rainbow Six. He wants to make a Ghost Recon. He probably wants to do a Splinter Cell. Um, if it was just my interview, I would have gone down that rabbit hole. And oh God, ask, Splinter Cell! That would have been cool if they had a Splinter Cell movie. I've some point. been. I have been desperately, desperately wanting a Splinter Cell um, book. And I think I don't remember if I actually published this story. 10 years ago. Well, I don't remember if I published Akiva Goldsman. Only the name was the same. There was no stealth and those Middle Eastern terrorists. Was that that Akiva Goldsman? No. It was. Because Akiva Goldsman did produce this movie. He did, yeah. He did. No, this was even at Weed Road. I saw that because Weed Road's his company and it was all over the credits. But uh, Mm. um, no, this was at the Fox. And there weren't even necessarily Fox scripts, just in the Fox, like, story department where i interned they just have scripts from like every studio and that's where i read the rainbow six script that had nothing to do with the book and the splinter cells script that had nothing to do with the video game. do you know who wrote it no, i don't remember they're not ones they would use today they're so old so hmm. the point was they were all suddenly middle eastern terrorists and they only kept the character names hmm. interesting i think a splinter cell movie would be hard to, like you would need somebody that was a really good writer to pull that off um, because otherwise it's just dudes sneaking around in the dark, snapping necks. 
Yeah, that's why I think a medical get metal Jordan Fox Roberts more interesting. At least you got mechs and stuff like that in Metal Gear. That's true. Um, like, yeah, yeah. that's the thing that I think helps like making that. Metal Gear is like the villains. Like it's outlandish and weird. It's a cartoon. It's an anime. Yeah, it is an anime. Yeah, I agree with that 100. percent um, Danny, did you read the books? Uh, which uh, Spintazo? No, uh, any of the well, any of the Tom. There are, but they're not written by Tom Clancy. They're like, they're like branded, and then written Tom Clancy's by I've, this I've person. Read, I've read two or three of the Jack Ryan books. Okay. Um, Couldn't even. I don't recall it, this character. I don't recall this book. Okay. Well, never mind. That makes my question moot. I was going to ask you whether or not I. Because Jammer brought it up, I was going to ask: Did you think that a straight adaptation of that story would have been a better way to go? Well, I can answer that because based on what I've said, and the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anything would be better than this. I mean, to be honest, as somebody who doesn't like sort of military fiction in general, if there's any opportunity to sort of distance yourself from present military stuff, I'm for it. So, make why it don't you best. like it? Uh, it just doesn't interest me. It's really just sort of dry. Um, it's kind of the same reasons I don't like, this is weird. This is a weird connection. Why I don't like a lot of the early mobile suit Gundam mech anime Mm. stuff is because it's just very just dry and just boring. Didn't you just say you were really excited for that? I'm excited. Yeah. I'm Who's the one who's directing that again? Was that? Is no, that a Jordan Fox Robert? It's because of yeah. him. I'm excited for him because I like I him as a filmmaker. Down in it either. Okay. What's that? Doesn't like. I don't think he gets yeah, down too much. Stuff I agree. Like. Yeah, I agree. He, he's very much like let's just let's get rid of the boring stuff and cut to the fun stuff. So yeah. um, during the Vietnam War, like Kong Skull Island. <laughs> pretty much. So like. So basically, so like he this, should have directed this movie set in the 70s. Hell yeah! <laughs> I would watch the fuck out of that. Max. <laughs> Max. <laughs> um so it sounds like i'm the only one that liked it and i'll say oh, I why liked i liked it okay i didn't love okay. it i would watch it again but i was like okay i was not didn't feel like a waste of time at all i kind of liked it, it what would your letter bad. grade be i'm do letters <laughs> i would give yeah, it a four out of five or an eight out of ten so I'd give it a seven i'd give it a seven yeah, you give it a higher grade than justice league yes absolutely Fuck. Okay. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> You're on drugs. You're on drugs. I thought about doing a new scale, which is actually my actual scale. What's your scale? My actual scale is: Will I rewatch it again, or will I not rewatch it again? That's how That's I good. judge movies. Like, I feel like there's so much content out there. Like, I used to not do that, but I would think about that, and now I'm just like at the point where I don't have time for that. If well, I watch, anybody got time again, to rewatch? Yeah, anybody got. I time rewatched. For that. I guess that's true lately especially since they're not releasing blu-rays lately what are you talking about the justice league blu-rays on the way i thought i saw the uk announcement i didn't see a u.s announcement for that you're getting it you can get it you can get it all day long i can send i can send i can send it to you you want it you want it i can send it you can send it to me and you can see what Um, i do with it I think that Michael B. Jordan has charisma like just oozing out of his skin. And that was the thing that kept this movie afloat for a lot of it. So between him and his charisma and the action scenes, this movie is is what helped keep me entertained Um, as compared to something like a John Wick, where I think that Keanu Reeves is charismatic. But the thing that really got me into that movie was the lore. 
it was the stuff around him that like got me intrigued to jammer's point about military fiction being kind of dry like that could be anyone that could be anywhere that could be any conflict like there's nothing germane to it that makes it interesting so it, it is helpful that he is so magnetic um but then when you look at what's around him it's not particularly interesting that's why it's like when you get to that um that rainbow six movie it's going to be interesting to see who they put around him because i get the impression that due to his age he would be more of an operator than john clark so he's going to be less of a six than he would be the person in the field it's true i see him leading most of the missions yeah like chavez get get james gunn to rainbow six there you go quirky people all around and i'll watch that (laughs) It's not exactly. <laughs> it's not at all. It's not at all that. So all, I know. It's a way like they got, you got yourself like a, I don't know. They're all from different countries and stuff. That's weird, right? With some kind of Rainbow Six. Just That's Rainbow. Mark <laughs> um, is Rainbow Six. One of the things that really annoyed me about this movie from a military perspective, I hated the uh, the use of tracking. Yeah, guess, you should explain what that means, because out of context for those maybe who didn't watch it, they're probably just thinking, "What's wrong with tracking?" Because we've had this Whatever. whole discussion, I think, on so Have on we? A Slack. Yeah. Oh, Slack. No, no, it was actually during our our D and D recording because you said he's using yep. tracking a lot, and um, I was just like, "Well, how else would? What's wrong with saying that we're tracking a person?" Yeah. So explain. So, so <laughs> explain as you would a child. Um, <laughs> I explain as if you would to me. <laughs> explain as if, as if I wouldn't understand, but I totally do. Yeah. I love Galaxy Quest. Um, I, there is a, so in the military, someone asked, do you understand me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Or like, hey, did you get this done? Did you get this task or done? And they're like, yeah, track. Got it. It just means that. If you use it a bunch, like people are like, what's wrong with you? Um, it just makes you look kind of like a douche. um so it might slip out every once in a while but it's only because i'm surrounded by douches (laughs) do you have them listen to the podcast track no i don't i don't i actually i worked with this guy it was really great like when he would see me in the hall i would like stop in the hall and talk to him or like i would stop and i would be standing in the hall but leaning against the doorway to his office and as people would walk by behind me he would shout outside his office he has a podcast you should listen to his podcast he has a podcast i'm like jesus christ sir please stop please stop <laughs> it's like you can't say anything because he like at the time he outranked me by two levels so it's like you just gotta fucking take it i love that guy <laughs> i love him awesome. he's great but yeah get him on the podcast get him on the podcast i should this guy podcast uh can i say his name it's, his name's uh it's not he's he he's uh <laughs> i'm trying to think of what you are what's higher what's what, higher what's, he almost, was, every, major, almost everybody ma- is. major dawkins was that what his name was no i'm a major i know you are now but you weren't then yes yeah, so two said levels he was two ranks above him before. Yeah. i don't know how many levels you were you've gone since then i've gone the distance <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking to someone who could barely take military science fiction? You think I know anything about ranks? So it's funny. I was going to use. Oh no, he's gone. Oh, that's a great pause. No. He's only going to spit on someone or whistle. 
What was he gonna use? We'll never know. Oh wait, we're oh, gonna use. You're back. You're back. back. You're back. De- 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 oh god. Yeah, yeah, you're like you said. I was gonna use, and then you went. I was gonna use an analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna use an analogy from uh, a few good men, but you haven't, or not a few good men, but uh, without remorse, but you haven't seen it, so that won't work. Did you just mix up a few good men without remorse? With no, no, no. I was going remorse. to say a few. I was going to say without remorse, and then ask you had you seen a few good men that's what i was saying when it was just me talking to myself a couple of seconds ago Um, yes i have seen a few good men so um did you marry any of them but only because it's it's written by someone who's unrealistic and that's aaron sorkin and all of his characters sound like nothing like anything in real life so what people talk like they do talk like that i agree Mm. and then they pause like that too dramatic pauses (laughs) Pregnant pauses. Mm. character. <laughs> oh, here he's no, back. Back again. Did I freeze again? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yep. Hardcore. Oh my god. You know what? Never mind. Several ranks above me. Name not important. Oh damn it! I definitely thought the name he was Adam Porton, but no, no, no. He said not important. So never oh, mind. Oh, I thought he said Adam something too. I he said Adam Gordon. <laughs> 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 okay so let me just go to that jonesy would you recommend this movie yes or no yes danny no nick for where it's available yes it's an amazon <laughs> prime movie it's free no harm yeah it's just like if you have if amazon prime yeah time, sure i wouldn't have yeah seen it. if i went to theaters it would have been a little bit like, but it's eh. but it's not a service seller like you wouldn't say get it for this no mm-hmm. what do i mean I, I, you wouldn't, wouldn't say, say get Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime for this. No, 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 no. If you already have Amazon Prime, check it out. It's just a free movie that I like. All these free movies that we're going to theaters and have super good production value and stuff. And it was such fine. as Mitchell's versus the Machines. Yeah, no, audience. I'm gonna watch it this week. But like, all no, these, not, like, yeah. like the the one with Kumal and uh, I remember who else is there? Whoever's playing his girlfriend, but they like break up in the first act, and then they're. Oh, the one where they the date I don't know New Orleans or whatever. It wasn't date night. I know no, what you're talking about. No, it's not called about. that, but like they're on a date night sort of and then shit. Oh, no, but it is something like that. Yeah. Um and, and then like even the blockbuster type films we've been I don't know. But I I, I like that movie. Like, I thought that movie was fun. Yeah, no, um, I love that. But I'm saying I love How was it called? I'm like looking that. it up. Yeah, sorry. I mean, it was the Lovebirds. The Lovebirds. Or even like Bad Trip. I love all the movies I saw all these trailers for where it's like, oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I feel like that's a hard thing. Like that just really messes up my metric because this costs me nothing other than pushing a button on my television. Yeah. Did Um, we know that Kumail Nanjiani was in Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah, they announced that with the original cast like a week or two ago. Oh, they did. They did. Yeah. Several weeks ago. We we talked about the names. Yeah. We talked about it. You're right. I forgot. Do you even listen to the podcast that you're on? Jesus Christ. I do. I just forgot. (laughs) <laughs> anyway um anybody have anything else to say about this flick um it just scares me about rainbow six because i feel like they're going to do the same thing keep names condense it into like a two-hour movie like, i mean how how long would you want that movie to be i would want a tv show and i'd want at least eight hours to tell the story of rainbow six mm. it's a sprawl okay. i mean all of his books are thick but it's like a sprawling epic with like eight missions and like i don't know and there's like what's interesting about it is there's three different storylines going on that you don't even know how they connect until like the third. rainbow six the snyder cut 
I like it. Because one of the Rainbow Six storylines is a bunch of people wake up naked in a lab and they're like, how the fuck do we get here? And it's just them in this lab. They don't know what's going on. They're like in this little environment. And they get horny for Nick, each how, other. How would you feel, Nick, storyline. about... What? How would you feel, Nick, about uh, Chris McQuarrie um, taking on the TV show like that? Fuck yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of other talented people who could do it. But yeah, that would be ideal. <laughs> <laughs> um jammer can a pawn kill a king yes oh can it i don't know i've never i've never been a chessite that, uh what's his face was obsessed with the cam was obsessed with in like the ranting section he's like it doesn't even make any goddamn sense sure it does yeah that was nobody yeah, said that still i mean it like, does make sense but this. i I guess the point is if you if you suck that hard at chess to let a pawn approach your king without noticing, then you deserve to die. You might be playing Anna Taylor, Taylor Joy, which is a whole different situation. <laughs> I'll yeah. let their pawn take my king. Mm. <laughs> Wait, she turned into a black lady. What the hell was that? <laughs> I thought it was a gay man. That was a game, a gay uh, impression. Yes, queen. Uh, oh God. Um, I do think that it was interesting because I remember a while ago that Michael B. Jordan talked about the fact that he only wanted to play characters that could have been white men. Like basically he just, he didn't want roles mm. that were black men only. Um, so yeah. Um, well, yeah. And like I, I, when you were talking about all of his charisma and stuff, I was, the real awkward part about Killmonger as a character is he was actually supposed to be a white guy and it was just really awkward. He's just talking about all of the being oh, oppressed shit. <laughs> That's they wrote him for a white guy and he just took over. <laughs> He's like, no. It's my I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jonesy. Yeah, you continue with that. That's um, awesome though that he said that. It is, but I also thought it was interesting that he very specifically infused the perspective of a black soldier into this character. Um, so there's a line in there, Jammer, where he talks about the fact that, you know, we fought for America could be. We fought for a country that didn't love us back. The contract is broken and I'll show them what a pawn can do to a king, which I think in context of the fact that what we've seen with Falcon and Winter Soldier is an interesting um, conversation to have at the same time. Like, what does it mean to be a black soldier if fighting for a country that, you know, I said it, I even said it in my promotion speech. I talked about uh, a country that treats you discourteously and I was being- it's interesting you say that because I don't I don't know if I was then misunderstood or misinterpreted, but the way I interpreted that was that he was talking about his unit as a team of SEALs being treated that way. So you're, you're now saying it's from a, the Black perspective? Yes, I think so. Um, my perspective was... Well, I he mean, said they, and his whole team was wiped out, right? So I was, obviously, I was just looking at it from we were... We were I didn't think we were fucked over, and now we've been mistreated by the system. We meaning the team, his seal team. So not- I didn't think all of them got killed. Um, so when two of them got killed and Kelly was shot, they gathered up the rest of the team and put them in hiding. Yeah, but that, he didn't know the rest of the team. They introduced themselves with their names as if they'd never met each other. No, that was before. different. No, that was oh, different no, team. The first team. He's talking, yeah, the initial team. That went in and they're like, this is a fucking Russian? Like, oh, no, yeah. Well, yeah, but didn't they all, because they lost one. They lost two. No, on the mission. Oh, on the mission. 
yeah. On the mission, they lost one. Mission, they lost one. There was another guy that got run over. Then there was another guy that was shot in traffic. The other yeah. guys from the team, they took and put in hiding. Um, oh, yeah, because they said they, they fed the, the, the FBI were we're looking after a place under gotcha wit sec my yeah. not wit sec i'm just protecting well, i still took that as we because then they've obviously lost their 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 lives their freedom for a while so i, I think I that you could that. read it both ways my perspective was he was talking as a soldier and being a black man i could be uh, wrong I, was, I looked at it as a as a, a soldier for years i got the impression that at this stage he'd been an operator for, for a long time right so that he'd so, been on mission for a long time so i got the impression that, that they had done some some stuff and been put through the ringer a lot and this i wouldn't be surprised I think the if fact that he says so i think the fact that he says a country that didn't love us makes me feel mm. like he does not mean us as a unit or us as soldiers he means black people as Americans. And the reason I think that is because over the last 20 years during this war on terror, soldiers are pretty loved. Um, if I go somewhere in my uniform or if a soldier goes somewhere in uniform, thank you for your service. Like people can't wait to thank me. And like, it's, it does not feel anything like, which is funny where this comes from, uh, Vietnam era. Because you come back from Vietnam, if it's like a Rambo type movie, they're like, fuck you, you're a soldier. You fought for the United States to go over there and do horrible things to those people. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas now you're a soldier, everybody loves you. That's my perspective. I could be wrong. Um, Jammer. I mean, I, I will say, I think in the States. it depends. I think you're probably right, Jonesy, and what the intention was of the scene. But we live in an era where it's hard to say something that's racially charged without a bunch of people going like, Oh, why do they have to make it political? Sure. And uh, that perspective that Danny saw, it was like, there was logic to that. And like, Oh, he's talking about his unit and the problems that they went through. You can equate it to that. So I like, think that's funny. You could, you can associate it with that, but it still gets that extra layer down of this is also about being a black soldier in America. So it's like you kind of you can get you can have your cake and eat it too. Yes, it's the black thing, but also it's covered a little bit underneath the whole thing about being a soldier so other people can accept it. I guess I feel like when you say a country that didn't love us back, like I don't know who you would be talking about. This book came out in 1993. And my question is, what was it about the character of the story that drew you in? And what is it about updating it? Um, What was important for you to bring forward? Uh, for me, you know, how I fell in love with the Tom Clancy universe was, you know, um, more or less around the video games. You know, as, as, a, as a kid growing up playing, you know, I played a lot of Rainbow Six. Um, and, Ghost Recon. You know, yeah, ex- exactly. And spent hours and hours just, you know, in, you know, envisioning and imagining, you know, yourself like going through those missions. You know, I'm pretty sure my mom yelled at me. I don't know how many times to get off, get off the damn game and do something else. Uh, so when I had an opportunity, you know, to, you know, when I you know, read the script and had an opportunity to kind of, you know, modernize it, you know, make it more of a reflection of the world that I live in, you know, um, change the lens that John, that John Kelly would be, um, would be, uh, you know, seen through, uh, I, uh, I jumped at it, you know, um, it, it was uh, something that, you know, being able to, to, to do my own stunts and to train for it and that the action element, it was, a, it felt like a movie that 
that uh, that I would have been watching, that I watched growing up, that that I always wanted to do. So uh, it, it checked off a lot of the boxes and the start of a, you know, something great. It could be, you know, uh, uh, it had all the bones of an origin story, you know, and 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 I really uh, I really just got excited about that. If not, I mean, I I think I think for that type of instance, you're just gonna have to, I mean, it, you ask. You ask, really some, right, you ask like some right-wing people these days, and right-wing people might think that people in the military are oppressed. Yeah, but, but, yeah. Nick, what, what'd you ask? I said, how early in the movie does he say that? This is when he's talking to Jody Turner-Smith when they're at, after he's been arrested. So oh, okay. he's in prison. About half white point, isn't it? I agree. Yeah. I agree with you because where it falls in the movie, or I think if it falls after he learns about the, oh, we're all just pawns. Like I wouldn't like this guy I'm after is surprisingly Brett Gelman, the comedian, <laughs> which I was like, Very weird. I, they've showed a few shots of him. I'm like, no, it can't fucking be. <laughs> but, Very uh, weird. <laughs> but, uh, because, because you do see that plot a lot, I guess, mostly in more fictional spy movies that aren't Tom Clancy realistic. Like, like Tom Cruise. the Bond villain. <laughs> like Mission like, Impossible. <laughs> no, I, wish I was going to say Mission Impossible and Bond. Trevelyan's like the guy who's like, <laughs> How long have we fought for England and what the fuck have they given us? Um, yeah. for, Eng- for England, James. No, actually, Danny has to say it. He, he, he would say it better than me. For England, James. No, no for me. <laughs> no, but like you see that a lot, not just Mission Impossible and Bond, where it's like the bad guy's like was also a former soldier. And he's like, yeah, but what the fuck have like they done for us? Like 24, there's another show where that's the kind of villain yeah. always comes up on. Yeah. It's funny I mean, yeah. bringing up Sean Bean. Um, because again, seeing Guy Pierce in this, I was like, bad guy, bad guy. Just like you see Sean Bean, you're like, gonna die. You look at Guy Pierce, especially bad guy, gonna die. He made it through, he made it through National Treasure. It's true, it's true. There's very few instances of Sean Bean, Sean Bean proof of life. (laughs) I bet you he has really high uh life insurance rates. <laughs> I was acting. I was acting. Don't care. He's definitely been through his nine lives. It's so like according to your file, you've died eighteen times in the past twenty years. Can you explain that? You've please been hung. You <laughs> had your head cut off. Satellite rig. You've your head. You've been shot by arrows. You've been decapitated. You've been shot by arrows. You've been hung. Multiple arrows. What are you? Like eight arrows. I love that in the fellowship. A- I like how you're laughing at that. That was a heart wrenching moment for me watching no, that. No, it scene. was. It was good when I was a kid. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we were- in fact, our Dungeons and Dragons game reminded me of it when, like, when Jonesy like put his like sword or whatever like through someone, and he's like, and then I scream in her face as I kill her. Where it's like, ah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was like that reminds me of when Aragorn comes and the orcs like on the edge of his sword getting close. Mm. Oh yeah, there was also that moment that too where scene. it's like he pulls out and cuts off the head. That's yeah, exactly the Aragorn him. He Aragorned him. Yeah, you Aragorned the guy. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even intentional. <laughs> you sh- no, that's if you want to listen to that, listen to the latest. Is that that latest episode of is our it the D&D? latest? I think it was the second episode. I think it was the second episode. Second episode. All right, I think it was the sirens. Sirens. All right, it's a siren. 
Well, it's on this feed, so go back in the feed and listen to it. Yeah. It's the episode awesome. where Jonesy and I do all the hard work killing the sirens. It's that also episode. the episode where, where, where freaking Danny and I fall into the water and then accidentally come out on the wrong side of the water again. <laughs> and I get electrocuted like a fool. Like, oh, we didn't even That's make any progress. It's more notable because it's the episode where Jammer does an octopus impression. You got to find that episode for that and that alone. <laughs> so is that it? Are we done? Are we done? Have we? Uh, are we with remorse now? Have we had? I us? am. Yeah. I, I genuinely do feel bad. Nobody cares. Nobody wants your. Nobody wants your apologies now. Don't feel bad on your birthday, Jamie. You should feel good on your birthday. That's true. Don't feel no, bad. don't feel bad. Feel awful. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're not yes, upset. Queen. We're just disappointed. Disgusting. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and with that, go and enjoy your steak sandwich, Jammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'll be bringing one by later. <laughs> <laughs> You guys know you can drop your characters, right? You can drop your D&D characters, right? You're like, we're not doing that anymore. Yes, our characters. (laughs) Yeah, character, character. So, dear listener, if you like what you heard, do all the socials. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We'd certainly appreciate it. Also, LRM has other great content on the website. So go check it out. In the meantime, Jammer, where can you be found? You can find me on Twitter at Jam the Writer. You can also find all of my books under the name AJ Cerna on Amazon and Audible. Nick, where can you be found? I'm at Geeky Nick Doll on Twitter. I write a lot of news articles for some reason. I guess I picked the ones knowing subconsciously that we're going to cover those on the show. I feel like you should be the newsy from now on. You should be the Maybe. Because they just like pick. half the ones you pick are the ones I've Every time. Because I write Every time. Marvel stories. Every time I'm like, hey, Nick, what do you think? Well, I actually wrote that article. I get to, re- yeah. I get to reuse jokes from them, which is nice. This is basically then, uh, Nick. No. He's like, well, actually, Jonesy. <laughs> I wrote about this article. <laughs> oh. That you slamming down the article? <laughs> That's you slamming down your dick. Same like, well, actually, I know lots about this subject. Oh yeah, yeah, just let her out and hit the ground. Surprisingly, uh, time then... the dick was two hours. <laughs> <laughs> we did it! Shocked. Shocked. I, Shocked. I also do this podcast and uh, Marvel Multiverse. Podcast. Do you do this podcast? I'm on it. Go crazy. <laughs> Danny, where can you be found? On this podcast. Fantastic. And of course, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sir Jonesius and right here on Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast. Folks, as always, thanks for listening. And we will catch you on the next one. Asta lasagna. Don't get any on you. Mission accomplished. accomplished. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Wow. Ooh. So I didn't do a Who Watches because I know that we all, except for Nick, watched uh, the Mitchells. So I didn't want to ruin that for him. But you know what I also saw? Did anybody watch The Bad Batch? No. Yes. No. I didn't. No. Is it good? Is it worth watching? I enjoyed it. Because uh, so. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge animation fan of Star Wars. I'm not a huge Star uh, Wars animation fan. Did you watch The Clone Wars? No, I watched like five episodes and I was like, eh, I can't take it. And then I stopped. Animation style is similar. Yeah, I, don't right? the animation style I don't mind the animation style. I just don't like the storytelling style. Hmm. 
I will say I discovered a new CBS All Access show that I thought was first season was starting, but yeah, what's season. that? Um, no activity. It is a show about cops, but it's brilliant. It's from Australia. It's Ooh. it follows three to four groups depending on the season. It follows two dispatchers. Uh, forgot her name. The chick from Strangers with Cam- Amy Sedaris or Stickus mm. or and uh, another younger Indian actress, and then. Um, in the car, there's two cops, uh, Tim Meadows and a white guy I don't know. And then there's always two criminals and nothing happens. It's just them ha- talking during a Did you say this is an Australian show? It's a remake of an Australian show. Oh, so like okay. The first episode on the boulder, border, you have two people waiting for the hole to be dug, including Jason, the guy with the Momoa. big beard and stuff, who's uh, Rick Splode. On, oh, uh, Mandukas. Yeah, he's he's a lead. He's in every Manzukis. season. Will Farrell has a guest spot. Um, Jesse Plemons is in the first season. So in the first season, you have the two cops waiting, which is mostly them. You have the two people at the, you know, their dispatch. You have two Mexicans digging in the tunnel and two guys in the factory waiting, this empty factory waiting. For, and it's just all of them just, no, there's no digging. There's no cop work. It's just conversations. They're all just having conversations. So it's a comedy. Everybody. Yeah. It all is a 30 minute comedy. Isn't um, Manzukis an invincible? Yeah, he's Rob, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. You said that, Rick Splode. Sorry. But um, uh, it's just in the second episode, uh, I, I, I can't find a clip of it anywhere. So I kind of want to do the monologue of myself and share it. But uh, there's a six <laughs> minute ad libbed monologue from. Uh, J.K. Simmons, who plays Internal Affairs, <laughs> where he just starts. He's like, have you guys ever been uh, deep sea fishing? And like, well, He hasn't talked the whole episode. He's like, what, what are you talking about? And then he goes into a, a story about how he got on Grindr and he met this person. And he like, it's, he just goes on for six minutes, which is slightly comedic, just sad story. And then wraps it up at the end with, so have you guys ever been deep sea fishing? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing i watched it like three or four times so here's the thing are we gonna watch it and then in three months we're gonna be like yo that show was fucking good you're like i didn't talk about that show i've never seen it <laughs> no man i don't know i still don't know what happened with that <laughs> i don't know what happened with that either we'll never know it'll be one of life's big mysteries yeah. wait what Why if i what? die and i'm given the keys to answer any qu- any question and one of them is just like what actually happened with nick and ted lasso or aliens which one do you want to know? <laughs> I might go with the Nick one. How that developed. Yeah, like, what exactly happened? With that? Mute the show and I'm like, I Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 